Good morning, guys. <laughs> don't tell them what time it is. They don't need to know we're drinking yeah, so early. No, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Hold on, no, it's in about 10 minutes. Nah, we, man, open that shit. Here, here. It's 12 o'clock somewhere. Yeah. Oh, we and <laughs> welcome to the Drink Me podcast. My day off, you know, crack. <laughs> my regular rat race job, you know. Um, shout out to the rat race job. Oh, if you ever To the read, grind. To yo, the grind. Have you guys grind ever read Where's stop. My Cheese or Who Moved My Cheese? What? It, there's a, it's a book about the rat race. And it actually takes the metaphor to like a physical, not a physical, but like a very good concrete example. And I think the book is called Who Moved My Cheese? Huh. And it's like when you're when you watch a rat running through a rat race, obviously they're finding where the cheese is. But what happens once that cheese is gone? They keep going to that location despite uh, that the cheese is gone. So what does that teach deep. us? Yeah, you keep going to the well so many times, but you're not looking for other places where the cheese is. I highly recommend that book. I think it's less than 100 pages. You read it in like 30 minutes. What, you calling it stupid, man? No, man. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, a good, it's a good framing book for me. True. Me personally, because I, I was at a low point in my life. Like, I was fucking doing drugs hard, no job, bullshit, trying to hustle Be like that. in the world. Be like that. And I read that book, and I was like, yo, I'm at, I'm at that point in my life where I'm just in the same rat race. I'm still going to the same place looking for that same bullshit mm-hmm. cheese. The cheese is either stale or it's minimal. I'm getting crumbs now. And I think I, I made a point in my life. To and the other this. rats get mad at you for thinking that you want something else. <laughs> right? <laughs> Not only that, but like other rats are like going to the same spot as you, but going to other places. So, yeah. welcome to the podcast, to the Drink Me podcast. Yeah, we got, we're already we're on number one source. On your asses your number time. one source for wellness. <laughs> and just buy our three course. Positive three thinking. Course. <laughs> Don't buy your followers. Buy our course. <laughs> three, three, three course Coming guide. out January 2021. Five simple payments of five ninety nine. Our not, TED Talk not tour. Five dot ninety nine. Five ninety nine. Dot ninety nine. Or ninety nine. Oh damn, ninety five. That's a discount number. Ryan. You're right. <laughs> yeah, right. That's when you know it's on sale. So this is Pierre right here. Watch out for our book tour dates. Uh, Pierre, Pierre at Pierre underscore Funes on You forgot your Instagram. Yeah, for a I did. There. I sure did. Damn. Yeah, I'm do not you even have, have you have you even logged anymore? in? Yeah. Have you even like, posted anything <laughs> I lately? Just, I just post and dip. Say <laughs> less. So who the fuck are you guys? God, <laughs> I don't know. Aren't you the star of the show? What the fuck does it matter for us? So we got Sway over there who's a little salty. Uh, yeah, Sway's view. At Sway's view. S-W-A-Y-S-V-I-E-W. And we got Snaps by Luis. Or just Luis. Or Luis. Don't call Ooh. me Luis. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a very... Uh, you know, when I met you, you, man, you were really keen on that. And I, and I think now I definitely understand it. I was keen on it, it, too. I kept telling him. I kept telling him, like, don't call him Luis. Yeah. Luis. <laughs> He's Spanish. He's Luis. But I think that's a point of, like, you recognizing who you are. And, like, that's part of your identity. Like, you're not Luis. You're it's Luis. Just, it's just, like, it's it's not even... Look, I, I, I want to be able to claim that, like, yeah, it, it's insulting for me as a Hispanic male. Like, call me Luis. Don't try to, like, whitewash my name or anything. But... <laughs> Honestly, it's not that fucking hard. It's really it's hard. not that hard. Like, it's don't not, you get that yeah. thing? Like, at least for me. Like, my, my name is my name is my name is Luis. My name is Luis Henriquez. Okay. Oh, you pronounce H, or is that because you say it in the? No, New it's pronounced. It's there's an H. Then, there's an H. I know, in but in right, Spanish, right, H, H is silent. Yeah. Luis Enriquez. Yeah. Luis yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Henriquez. Okay, let me Americanize this name. But I'm about to say Enriquez. Yeah, yeah. Enriquez. He's Americanizing his last name, but not Enriquez, his first name. You'll get the pass. Where do you with, draw the line? You'll get the pass with Henriquez. Okay. Okay. But I've had people Louis like Henriquez, Louis, <laughs> Louis Hernandez. Hernandez. Like, bro, you didn't even try. Yeah, dog, you didn't even try at all, Hernandez. <laughs> I mean, listen. You guys don't have it as bad as I do. Yeah. Like I call sometimes. So like s- somebody called my, you Josu one time. Absolutely, Josu. Like, yeah. <laughs> all the time. And I, people used to think my name was misspelled. Josie. Josie. Yo, all right. Listen, my last name is phonetically. Sp- it's spelled and it's pronounced phonetically. Yeah. 
But people, when I get on the phone, Mr. Mal- Mal- Madonna, Madonna, <laughs> Madonna, <laughs> I'm like, dog, Ma- like, Ma- read the name. Maldonado. Mal- you can even say it like an American. Maldonado. 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 I got one, Mondano. <laughs> Mondano. <laughs> Where does the second N come from? Like, Mondo. <laughs> yeah, Mondo, this is the way. <laughs> Just call me Josu Mondo- Mandalorian. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Joseph Mandalorian. Well, you had an interest. That, is, that is like a whole Star Wars name. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Josu. I'm here for your kyber crystals. <laughs> Pierre, you got an interesting name. I sure did. You got, I got Pierre. Yeah, I got lucky. It looks good on Reddit. Funes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Yeah, Funes. The Funes, <laughs> the Funes is the giveaway. Yeah, Pierre yeah. is like, that's kind of... Yeah. Why do they I, name you Funes? Are you French? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It looks good on resumes. Je m'appelle Pierre. Then I just charm the pants off of them, and, you know, and then I get the job. Sir, you need consent for those pants to come off. Don't just charm them yeah, off. Yeah, you know, consent. obviously, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think but they yeah, called people, me? People, people never expect me to be Hispanic. And I'm like, as Hispanic as it gets. So, <laughs> it, I mean, when I first met you, I really did think you were like Middle Eastern. At first. Yeah, that's I what I thought. Skin tone in the beard. <laughs> skin tone in the beard. When I was in the group chat and all I had was a profile picture to go by, that's, all, that's what I thought. <laughs> I didn't know um, people in the Middle East use French names. <laughs> people emigrate, okay? People I, I'm <laughs> very aware of that. According to some people, you shouldn't be allowed to do that. Yeah. No, but I got uh, my mom was gonna name me Jean Pierre. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I know that was the original idea. JP. Luckily, damn mom, why not? <laughs> yeah, luckily, she scrapped the Jean Pierre uh, part, and then was your mom going she, through like a French phase at the she time? Dated a Frenchman <laughs> at some point. Yeah. She, <laughs> Who hurt her? <laughs> she was all right. So here's here's the story. Yo, yo, we gotta get your mom on the podcast. <laughs> she was working with this guy. Oh, uh, oh yeah. working. Her, yeah, her boss. Her, oh, her boss. The yo, plot thickens. What you're saying is your mom had a pimp dog? I don't know. I don't know. So she, he, the guy was Haitian, and his name was his name oh, okay, was. Okay, that makes sense. That's definitely his, yeah, a very his, his Haitian name. He was he was Haitian, and I guess she. she one of his names was Pierre he or Jean Pierre. Jean Pierre, Pierre yeah. Louis. No, he and uh, and his other name was Baloney, B L B L E B L O N Y. Not not like the food, <laughs> the meat. Bologna, bolognese. He was his Pierre bolognese know, we, sauce. We, we just called him Baloney, not Baloney. Oh, Baloney. <laughs> Baloney. Oh, Baloney, not Baloney. No, Baloney. Baloney. Baloney okay. sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want pasta. <laughs> I apologize to all the Balonies out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool name, though. I mean, Baloney. Like yeah. it sounds cool, but yeah. but uh, growing up as a kid, oh, there goes Baloney. <laughs> <laughs> Better than there goes there goes Joe Sue. <laughs> so your mom, so your mom named you after her boss. Partly, partly. How does your dad feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> I never asked. I never thought to ask. I don't think he did uh, either. You no, know, that's, that's a subject I'm not really gonna touch. Uh, you are kind of dark for enduring, dog. You hey, might you be know, half I Haitian, might, bro. <laughs> I might. You never know. You know, I got. Stop <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Funes. <laughs> we didn't mean to out your dirty business like that. You know what I'm saying? It's 21st century. We can't judge. You never know, though. I mean, shit. I mean, weird, weird as shit has happened. I could be part <laughs> Haitian. That'd be cool. <laughs> no, man, Haitian. I've, I'm, I've, I'm, I'm, I've known a lot of Haitians. My whole entire in my life. identity is around being 100% Honduran for the most part, just being born here. You, know, the, you have to get those those bumper stickers with two flags. It's got to be a Honduran and Haitian flag now. <laughs> Just we Haitian? <laughs> Just we? Atiano? 
What the fuck is this podcast about again? Yeah, I don't know. We just this is, um, this, this is podcast is brought podcast. to you by Ancestry.com. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget your 23andMe to learn more about you. <laughs> the FBI is going to wa- water in their mouths over there. We're looking, getting that information for all of you. Damn, yo. Oh, I'm so glad we tapped into these idiots. <laughs> hey, Randall. Good job, man. Thanks for the recommendation. Yo, shout out to Randall. Hope you got a promotion, bro. Yeah, right. By now. Yeah, listen to us and shit. Yeah. Randall's been know, keeping Randall's tabs. been taking a fucking day off because I have not gotten good ads. I've been getting some I will say ads. this much though. I did order. Oh, so like a personal note, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go sober the month of October. Okay. I've signed up for LA Fitness and I've ordered my supplements so that I can slim down a little bit, all right, and clean all right. up my personal health. Okay. And by sober, I mean I might just drink a little bit on the podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now nah, I'm gonna try to hold myself as, as accountable as possible. Like I, I saw a video of me from like 2000 and I want to say 13, 14. When you were skinny. I was looking good, dog. <laughs> Even Heidi was like, "Yo, wait, no, some oh, of that is damn. What the f- <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Yo, you were when looking your girl like is that. like, damn, you look way better back then. <laughs> I mean, she's not lying. Even I would say that. Yeah, no Loki heard it. <laughs> Loki, but yo, she married this, not that. So <laughs> who's the gotcha. sucker here? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, like I saw that and I was like, you know what? Yeah, and I think like being during this like pandemic and whatnot, it's it's really it's really weighed on me a little bit. Mm. Yeah. So I think like it's time to get my shit back in order, not just physically, but I think mentally also. I can say that you know getting my dog was a good lifesaver. Like that one week, that first week, oh, I was at my wits end already, uh, <laughs> thinking it was like, oh, I only got another week left. Mm. Fuck. You talking about the week of COVID? The or? first week of COVID. Okay. Yeah, week one, chapter oh. chapter one, season one. <laughs> <laughs> So Back yeah. when everything, there was still like some, some hope. hope. Yeah. Damn, yeah. two weeks of this bullshit. Nah, that, then we realized, oh, fuck, it's a month. Here we are in September. Man, fuck we in this September for the long since haul. March. Yeah, for real. Uh, so, yeah, I think that my creativity has uh, definitely waned off. Like, I feel like sometimes I'm just going through the motions. I think last episode I talked about how I woke up early and went to a sunrise mm-hmm. view of like the mall and whatnot. And I talked, I, I took some honestly, they're beautiful photos. Yeah, I, I haven't even uploaded them to edit there because it's like there's just no like spark and drive. Like, yo, let's oh man, this I up. completely relate. Yeah, man. It's <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that once I can get like my 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 routine somewhat revamped a little bit, mm-hmm. I'll get that creativity going again. I mean. The, that's the creative part, my analytical part, like creating campaigns and doing things like that. That's that, that's just like second nature to me at this point like it's just like autopilot so like i don't mind like setting up a campaign for a client or you know doing my work and whatnot making it be successful but like that creating part the writing part the photo part like i i was a big writer before mm-hmm. i moved up here obviously I yeah I cameras saying, yeah, you used a to lot blogs and stuff all that yeah blogs yeah. short stories all that nonsense so that nonsense are actually kind of good but um i've lost all that so like I need to, I'm trying to do something to like bring that back. And I'm sure a lot of people right now are going through that too. Yeah, oh yeah. You a know? lot of people are going through the same thing, and they feel like exactly like you said that they, they lost something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like everybody, it, it feels like everybody, especially in the creative world and the freelance world, especially felt like we just got the rug pulled right from under us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we had this thing going. We've been obvious people who have been going to street meets. Mm-hmm. People who have been going out. Oh and yeah. Booking shoots and when y'all all open, <laughs> when yeah. street meet open again. And then all of a sudden you're telling us like, oh you can't, you can't do any of that. The market's and dead. Nobody's hiring freelancers. Nobody wants to. Nobody's doing events. Yeah, and we were supposed to be like doing the events. bread and butter. That's like yeah. shit. Like we what are, are we doing? an events company. Like yeah. we mm-hmm. do events. A lot of it is free because we want the community to build. You know, but we also offer some special events where you know there's a bit of a cost to it. Yeah, we couldn't even do that. Our five year anniversary got scrapped. Yeah. Oh man, we. Yeah, have we, so had, many we ideas, it's really. almost been a year since Soliato. <laughs> yeah, yeah, next real shit. Yeah. Our first next, real. Wow. It's almost been a year. Fuck. We were stressing right now. Yeah, right now we were we were in the planning mode. We were hard. fuck, man. Yeah. We were working hard. We we're doing reconnaissance and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, taking promo footage. 
We were doing fucking flying drones. We were, yeah. we were getting sketches of the property, trying to lay out everything, <laughs> getting people to want. Oh, to I fucking missed that, dude. That was a fun. I event. missed that crunch. You know, that, like yeah, yeah, yeah. that that. Yeah. Yo, we got two weeks. We ain't yeah. got yeah. shit done. We got a shit. deadline. <laughs> we got to figure out how this is gonna work. And we ain't got no ticket sales. Nobody's fucking with us. <laughs> <laughs> what do we gotta but, do, man? No, but you're right. I mean, it's it's when it, with everything that's happened. It's a lot. It's it's especially harder now to get back into it because you still don't know if you can. You know, like there's who, still who that uncertainty. You, like, who, I think that the community. I'm I'm speaking very like assumptive. I'm being presumptive. I'm sorry. That's mm-hmm. the phrase I'm looking for. If we say, "Yo, we're going to Dupont. Bring your masks." The people who are going to show up are people who are not as risk averse, so they're willing to come out and right. be a part of it. But then that includes people who aren't going to be as precautionary. Right. And st- I mean, models and we put ourselves in that in that whole bipartisan bipartisan bullshit. Yeah, we're not trying <laughs> to shame nobody. We're not trying to force nobody. But we also aren't trying to be the reason why you know a hundred people get sick. Yeah, and even if it's news. like mild <laughs> symptoms, we don't even a hundred people, even one person. Yeah, yeah, like, but you know what I mean. Like we would yeah. be as, like looking at what we used to do. That's a super spreading event. Yeah, yeah. One person yeah. sneezes. One person daps somebody mm-hmm. up too much. Gets too close. I mean, if a model, if for someone, for all we know, someone's grandmother gets sick. Yes, if uh-huh. a model starts posing, you know how those crowds get. You know how crowded that you little circle gets. On you got, your shoulder. Yeah, yeah, everybody is literally like mere inches away from each other. Yeah. Yep. And it just takes that one guy who's going to show up without the mask, or yeah, because some, he, yeah. and he and on purpose too. It's like, yeah, no, I don't have it. I don't have it. Man, this shit's mm. fake. This shit's fake. COVID, Kobe, you don't <laughs> see the you don't see the connection. This is what makes the frogs gay. <laughs> is it COVID? <laughs> I thought it was five G, dude. Oh, Everybody yeah. knows that. Yeah, don't yeah, put yeah. your phones in your pockets. You'll uh, get yourself uh, less sperm, supposedly. <laughs> I read that on a WhatsApp thread. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, like I said, I mean, it, it's, it's hard, it's hard to get back in the groove of things, especially, e- like for me myself, like I was out of the groove to begin with, mm-hmm. like, and then now it's like, oh shit, now there's a part of me that's like, well, now everybody's going through it. Shit, now I can just chill, and not have to worry about it, and that's kind of the consensus. It's annoying. Like, yeah. And, and, uh, and the, but the general consensus now is like it's okay to not do anything. It's okay to feel this way. I, I've not done anything is, for a long time. And I think that's I, it's I at me at I this point. You know what? Yeah. I understand the mindset of that, but maybe it's just it's the like way to give up. Like it's, it's the way. Maybe it's the way I am, but I can't give up. I can't mm-hmm. just sit here and be like, okay, it's okay for me to just decompartmentalize and not do nothing. Mm-hmm. It's okay to check in with your mental health. Right, right. And I agree with that. But Always I have to. In. But I have Always to do something. Mm-hmm. It not doing something is actually what is what makes me crumble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that yeah. I, I can't, I can't just sit in the house and contemplate like there's going to be no gigs. There's, I'm never going to be able to shoot the same way that I did before. Or like, there's like, Oh man, you just, you'll spiral exactly. go down, you yeah. go down that path. Yeah. I've kind of been there a little bit. It's like, yo, we're not doing meats. Yeah. Street meats dying. There's, 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 we're entropying. We're having yeah. entropy right now. Like yeah. we're, we're shrinking. Yeah. And honestly, I don't think that we are because people are like, hey, man, what's going on with street meat? What are you guys yeah, up when to? We, when we get back, it's going to be a thing. I it's think, gonna, you know, we're going to – but we want to get back where it's, it's plausible for even the people who are taking quarantine the most strict. Because yeah. in the end, we don't – we've never been about alienating people, so we don't want to start now over this. Like, we don't mm-hmm. want this to be the impotence of like, oh, damn – now they're just not giving a fuck about certain people because right. that's never been the case. Mm-hmm. You know that's why we've made them as metro accessible as possible with our mates. We're trying to make we've always made them free. We want you to be there because in the end, it's helping us because I'm gonna learn something from the new guy. The new guy's gonna learn something mm-hmm. from that person, and all that information spreads out. Right. You know we may not be the most vocal on on topics and stuff. We may not be the most like out there cheerleading and shit, but that's because internally we're working on something that's longer lasting than just 
the every month thing. Like, mm. you know, by the time I'm in my 40s, I want to be able to say, yo, Street Meat hasn't just helped us, the three of us and everyone involved with Street Meat, but it's also helped those who came to it, those who've grown with it. Hey, man, I went to Street Meat the first time. I met Pierre. Pierre showed me this cool little video trick with the gimbal. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, he called me six months later. Yo, I need a second shooter for a gig. Next thing you know, I'm on the gig. That's on my resume. I got hired for a gig. Street me put a job in my hand. And here I am full time. And now I'm influencing and giving those same opportunities to those. Because that's what we want to do. Yeah, that's what we want. That's that's essentially the goal. Yeah. Like so we can't do that and and risk everyone getting sick or even like you said, one person getting sick. Mm -hmm. And people like if anyone's listening to this, that's kind of where we're at now. We're like in that we're in the bunker. We're we're coming up with the game plans. We're we ain't no bunker bitches though. Yeah. Just make just you make know, that clear. We're just in there because that's where all the snacks are, um, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe the beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're we're definitely, you know, I mean, shit. We're going on a retreat now to finalize a lot of shit for the website so that people can see that hey, we're not meeting in person, but we're we're still thinking about you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of where we're at. We're thinking about how. Street Me can grow and, and adapt to this kind of new environment while also holding true to our core values. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, and we, we just we just got we, people. People want us to do meets. People people think like, oh, yeah, why don't you just do one? Just when, when are you guys going to do one? Yeah. OK, that's easy. That's easy enough to say. But if we were to do one and then somebody gets sick, then it's our ass. Not you. Mm-hmm. You wanted it. Sure. Yeah. We can we can do one. It's not a problem. But once our responsibility. Like, yeah, we're the ones. Yeah. We're the ones taking the responsibility. Yeah. If anything were to happen, and not so. we're not talking Don't about ask we're not talking about it from a legal sense either. It's it's, yeah. not it's not a moral aspect. Yeah, 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 it's just that. Like it's, like, it's human beings. We're just trying to be considerate. Because now we know that one person has probably spread hit, spread that disease to God knows how many. And mm-hmm. how long? How far is that going to yeah. spread? People going home with their families, their mm-hmm. friends. Oh, like yeah. the exponential increase on like the potential. Like listen, the science. I believe the science is still out there, so I've just been taking the precautionary aspect until they say, "Hey, you really don't need the mask anymore." Does you that really mean you're, you're? Are you going to take the Trump vaccine? Um, <laughs> I mean, I took my flu shot. I mean, my, my my thing is this: like the way I the way I'm understanding the way science is reading this is that COVID is just now part of our cold and flu season. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like we yeah. now have to live with COVID. Actually, I, I read a very interesting uh, article about the flu. Because of the fact that the U.S. has been closed off from so many countries, and you know the flu basically jumps from hemisphere to hemisphere. Yeah. So Based when, on so when, yeah, so when we're not in our flu season, the southern hemisphere Australia, is in our flu South season. South America. And the only reason that we get our flu season is because of travel. Travels, yeah. But now, because travel has been so stagnant, and we've been restricted from traveling pretty much anywhere besides like Mexico. Um, Shout out to Tulum, <laughs> Cabo San Lucas. I see everybody traveling to Cancun. Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> Tequila sunrise, baby. You already know. You already know. Uh, but yeah, because nobody's really traveling, we're gonna have a pretty dead like regular flu season. Let's hope. Let's yeah. hope not a lot of people get sick. You know. What so I mean? yeah, if you want a silver lining, there, there yeah, you go. <laughs> that's the only silver lining. But no, like it's like we I we I really miss like doing meets. Oh, me like, too. Man. Words can't really express how much we miss doing that shit. Mm-hmm. I just go like what you said, going through the like all our old photos just to get, you know, things ready for uh, the website. Mm-hmm. I was looking at a whole bunch Look of shots that I was smiling faces in the group. Yeah. Photos. <laughs> like, I know all of you are like, Oh my God, I'm in a group of 200 people taking a picture. But yeah. being on and the we're other all side cool with each other and being on the other side of it, when I mm-hmm. look into there, I'm like, I don't know, like 98% of you, but look mm-hmm. how happy you are here together. Yep. You don't think we missed that shit? That was our yeah. drug. 
Yeah, and then every watch. every yeah. meet, every walking up to the meet location, give me sweet is, serotonin. Is anybody <laughs> coming to this? Are people still gonna come to this now? Pierre hasn't <laughs> given a, a meet speech in how long? Yeah, no, my, <laughs> hey my tra- guys, my trash, uh, my trash uh, <laughs> announcements. The bullhorn. I miss doing those. <laughs> I, miss, I miss having that pit in my stomach before I do one. Oh my bad. <laughs> uh, whose first time is it? Models. We're already good at this. We're just gonna go that way. It's been it's been five years, so. Um, yeah, but I mean, one of the not yeah, that good. I mean, one of the cool, <laughs> one of the things that I miss, uh, w- that I miss, one of the aspects of it too is like you get to see all kinds of different gear that people have. Oh, yeah. You know, that people show up. Like we saw that one guy; he had the the flash on his backpack. And, oh, for the zoom meet, yeah. yo! And it's it looked like uh, Death Stranding. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He had the strobe over yeah, his right shoulder, <laughs> and I'm looking at it, and it was working. Yeah, and I was working, like, let me see like, your photo. You showed me the whole cyborg. You showed me the photo, and I was like. You better should go. Pat- no- you, you better patent the fuck out of this. <laughs> you better create a new book bag. Yeah, new, no bullshit. You better hope we don't get no lightning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just stand away from him. <laughs> He'll be our lightning rod. Everybody, we'll be all right. <laughs> Stick him out in the field. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's a big thing. I mean, shit, I miss talking about gear. Mm-hmm. Like, what do we have now? Like, okay. The new A7C came out. Who were we talking Ooh. about it with besides Ooh. us? Yeah, right. <laughs> you guys are idiots because both of you like Sony. When I saw I got announced, I was like, oh, fuck. I can't wait to talk about this on the podcast. Yeah, that new, <laughs> that new camera looks really cool. So if anybody doesn't know, the A7C is a full-frame Sony camera in an APS-C body. So it's essentially... Lightweight, full-frame. Yeah. They are missing some functions, though. They are missing a few functions. I don't know all the specs off the top of my head, but I think one of the things that I saw that was a red flag to me... Was that it doesn't have 24 frames per second video? Well, yeah, what does it have that, though? That's, that's, I think it's it, I think it has 30. And I remember that the Canon um, EOS RP had the same problem. Yeah, that was why a lot of people skipped on that one because they were like shout out to the R. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Who so does video? Just, not me. Yeah, it's like so 17. Yeah, it's like 1800. bucks. I mean, for an entry full frame camera, it's cheaper than the you're, A7. You're it's like, basically I, the same I would, sensor. I would use I would use that for travel photography. Exactly. Yeah, but I don't vlog style. Yeah. I think yeah. they made that for like the 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 Does it have digital a flip out screen? Does it have the flip out? Um, I let me. Tell if it you has the flip out screen, then that's a game changer. Yeah, it's like the EOS M50. Yeah. But that was a crop sensor. Yeah. But it was still mirrorless, and I think they were aiming for like the travel photographer, the vlogger, and whatnot. Yep. I mean, shout out to Sony for always being on the consumer level. They've been making strides. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can call us, you can call me and Pierre Sony fanboys, but hey, we've been on it. Fucking fanboys. We've been on it. The proof is in the pudding. Sure is. Oh, you like Bill Cosby? Is what you're saying, Doug? <laughs> <laughs> Can't talk about pudding and not think about Bill Cosby. That's some bullshit. <laughs> Fucking rapist. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Hope somebody's putting something in his pudding pot. Is he blind? <laughs> is he blind right now? He's still funny. <laughs> oh, it does. It, it does have an art- articulating screen. Oh, it does. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. For sure, vloggers. That's a pretty good deal. That's a pretty yeah. good. Is it the same one that's like on the A7S3, like the uh, one that looks like a Canon articulating screen? I couldn't tell you off the top, but I can see on the picture where it, like it flips has... out and swivels. I'm sure it does. Okay. It looks like it does. Yeah, that's that's yeah. good then. Yeah. Also, it's a sexy looking camera. It uh-huh. looks very it nice. Look, it, it look, at a glance, it almost it looks like reminds it, me of a Fuji. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it reminds it's got the same color scheme. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you're like a stills photographer and you're just looking for maybe a B cam, something that you don't yeah. want to take just a whole. Something, yeah. yeah, yeah. But if you could just, put like a like, Pancake 35 on but, that body, man, look, that it, camera's like your perfect street shooter. Yeah, like it's I basically just, the. St- I don't understand why they they skipped on the 24 frames per second. It can't be that hard to do that. <laughs> it's not. I, I think don't fucking know. It, I'm an it's idiot. a software thing. It, it's it's Sony not it's Sony not wanting to shoot themselves in the foot and cannibalize their A7 III. I honestly think but, that might be it too. But yeah. it could do 1080p 120 frames per second, so you could do some Super good slow-mo, slow-mo with yeah, it. Some slow-mo on there. That's about it. That's about the only redeeming factor on it. That's not terrible. Yeah. 
And I mean, if you want to live with the, um, does it do 60? No, it just says it says 4K, 30 FPS, or 1080p, 120 FPS. I mean, if you that's such if, a I random. I mean, it's not it's not a terrible deal breaker because you could always just put it on a 24 frames per second timeline. You'd be a little slower though. You'll, yeah, you'll see six some, frames can make a difference. Yeah, you'll see some jitters in some places, but it's not a total deal breaker. I've done it before. Uh, I'm not saying it would be a deal I've breaker. Exported, I mean, I've yeah. exported 60 frames per uh, second footage on a 24 frames timeline, and it was all right. Oh, that's 60. That's, 60 yeah. that's, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said yeah. 60. Still be that's why I said 60. At 30, I don't. I never tried. I that think before. when you're doing fi- like if you're doing like a vlog style, those six seconds are gonna make your mouth move a <laughs> lot slower, <laughs> and you might bit. sound like. No, these. I'm not saying slow the slow the video down. I'm just saying export it on a 24 frames per second timeline. Like uh, so, uh, basically, what it does is it's gonna cut a few frames to where it's not to make up to. A normal person won't notice it. You calling them so? idiots? Like, you calling normies idiots, bro? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a Premiere Pro, bro? <laughs> Do you know what Final Cut is? I'm not talking to video game. <laughs> Wait, that's Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Wow. I'm an idiot. Wow. That is that is such a. I stretched that one. I tried to stretch that. It didn't work. <laughs> no, but it's nice though. I, like I would actually contemplate getting one, just for the hell of it, just to have. Because we should so, just get so, one for this. <laughs> we can finally do video yeah. <laughs> hey sony man if anybody's listening let us try it out bro What's yeah up? you know we'll, 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 we'll review give it. you a real un, uh, real street, real street review yeah real, real, street real reviews. review <laughs> this camera fucking sucks <laughs> should you get it it doesn't no. even 4k that's a whole market of like is it good for video like, fuck no this shit sucks <laughs> look how clean i am i don't look like this in real life <laughs> This shit is tiny, but it's cool though. <laughs> <laughs> it's only eighteen dollars, eighteen hundred bucks. But is that eighteen hundred with the body, or does it come with a kit lens? No, that's the body. That's, that's the body. That's, that's, the body. Fucking, that's a great price, bro. Yeah, it really is for entry level. Ent- like that, this is really for entry full level. frame. Man, I mean, but you could get the A seven now, like just the re- regular A seven. Yeah, the regular. But the thing is, this has the same sensor as the A seven three. Oh, didn't is, know that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's an mm. upgraded sensor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it's actually a newer sensor than the A seven three. How many so how many can we can we Frankenstein this shit and like just take the sensor out and put it in there? <laughs> I'll let you try that. I'll yeah. just watch. <laughs> I'll make a video. Not things not to do. Featuring you remember no, those just, old those old viral videos that would that would get really popular about like how to fix your iPhone and it would just be like a guy throwing it up against the brick wall. Oh, oh yeah. How, then, to, <laughs> how to clean your sensor? Like, really go through the motions of like showing you how to do it and then he's like ah fuck it. <laughs> Throw it in the trash or something. Here's Throw it in the trash and toss it in the blender. Fucking <laughs> oh, put it in the microwave. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but that's a good travel camera though. Like I, I could see that. Yeah. But then again, I feel like like the mirrorless full frames now. Those bodies aren't too bulky anyway. And that's really the only thing because I've always wanted like a Fuji film, like a what's those it, are XT? so discreet. Yeah, yeah, like the XT one or whatever. I've always wanted one. Yeah. I, I, I can't justify Shout getting one. Shout out to one. Marcos. Fuji four, is the only brand. Here's the thing. Here's, <laughs> here's, the funny, here's the funny thing about Fuji. Fuji is the only brand who has conv- who, who can convince me that it's okay to shoot JPEG. <laughs> 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 Just wow. because what? Well, it's only only Fuji could say shit like why, that. Why is that, Because Luis? you know their cameras come with like. you can make your own film. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because their camera come with like film like presets uh, for okay. their JPEGs. Mm-hmm. So not only can they convince an audience that J- it's okay to shoot JPEG, but they say they can convince people, photographers, that it's okay to shoot JPEGs with filters on them. 
So what you're saying is it's 2008 Instagram all over again? Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> but it, so it's a Visco camera. I'm not going to lie. It looks good. <laughs> I think the but sleekness of a Fuji X-T series. I would still is, shoot yeah, JPEG plus watch. Yeah. If I had a Fuji. I know Marcos had one. <laughs> yeah, he did. And, and I, 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 I like, love that thing. When man. I see him with that, I, like, I knew he's so discreet with his yeah. photos. Like, yeah. he's, he's, got one, he's got one shot of me from July last year. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I look good, dog. Thank you. Thank you for capturing my essence. But let's not forget, it's micro four thirds, right? No, it's APS-C. Or a crop sensor. Which ain't no. bad. I was looking at my old A6500 mm-hmm. camera because I, I was going through my old street meet uh, uh, pictures and I shot on an A6500 for a long time, which is an APS-C mm-hmm. camera. And I'm looking at some of those shots and I shot a lot in the dark and I was like, this shit ain't half bad. Like yeah, compared to my compared to my full frame, it ain't that bad. I mean, I the know. last year of my 60D, I could definitely see a lot more noise. I guess as the camera got older. Yeah. But I remember early on, like I have some photos like in low light or like heavy shadows. I'm like, it's not too bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying it's not bad at all. Some of the shit is better than some of the shit I'm shooting now. I think the way <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I think the way I edited back then is way different than the way I edited oh, now. Yeah, clarity right. 70, <laughs> 75. Oh God. Crush the highlights. Skin crush tones. the shadows. Skin tones for me was like the big cringe thing. I was like. Uh. <laughs> Super saturated, but the, so the thing is, like with with the, with those with the Fuji and everything, they're super nice and they're a great travel camera. But it's like I have a stigma of a crop sensor. I just do. I don't. I I can't. I try to shake it. That's okay. Because you got because you shoot full frame. Yeah, I have a. I just your I, focal I, links are not the same. I don't recognize that. Not the same, when so I went to full frame. It's, it's harder yeah. for you to you you like sh- Pierre likes shooting especially wide. Yeah, fourteen. So, yeah. <laughs> 14, the only way the only way you're gonna get that focal length on an APS-C. Shooting um, with an eight, <laughs> right, yeah, but, on an APS-C then, camera but it's gonna is have a fisheye fish effect to it. Not necessarily, because you can get um, a quality like Sony branded uh, ten to eighteen. I think was the equivalent of mm. the sixteen to thirty-five. But the thing is, that is a de- that's a APS-C lens, right? So and you're gonna have to get look, uh, you would have to get you would basically have to buy if you want an APS-C B camera. You would have to buy a dedicated APS-C lens yeah. that isn't going to work on that. your A7 III and so costs like a whole just as much as a full-frame lens. Yeah, yeah. But so. I will say, definitely, if you if you don't want to invest the money into a full-frame, even though 800 bucks is great, because then you still got to buy the lenses for it anyway, mm-hmm. get yourself an APS-C and just learn from there. Because the no, basics are the basics. There is no shame in using APS-C. No, there isn't. Don't, there let, is no don't let our talk of shit. There's no, yeah. Need, yeah. there's no need we to follow... As much as we hype up this camera, this A7C, uh, we don't need it. None yeah. of us here no, need that no. camera. None of us need the greatest, the latest it's just and greatest. Ni- it's just nice to travel with. Even all. the A7S3, which has a lot of shit that I really, really that shit's on my wish list. But I'm never, I'm not gonna. Get I'm aware. It. You try, you try to get us to buy it for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just saying, guys. So, guys, when are we gonna get a new equipment for the? Oh, podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, need, we need a new camera for the podcast. It doesn't, right? it doesn't have record limit. Notice how we tried before we started recording to talk about the Wait, laptop too. It doesn't too. have a record limit. No, it doesn't. He's over here like, Still guys. not going to buy it, though. <laughs> Damn it. He tried, he, he tried to sell us on the GPU for the 16-inch MacBook. Like, hey, guys, you know that 16-inch MacBook's real <laughs> nice. Yeah, you got that whole GPU. GPU in there. One of no. these days, gentlemen, it's going to work. One of these days when we have enough money. <laughs> we're going we're we're to treat you like Oprah. Hey, Luis, you get a laptop. You get a camera. But I got all this shit already. I spent it two months ago. We got, he got two. <laughs> That'll be the day. No, nah, yeah. there's no need to get caught up in like all the gear hype, though. Yeah. Like That's an easy recipe to see yeah. your small business mm-hmm. go yeah, definitely belly learn up. learn and if you recognize that while you're using a crop sensor or a micro four-thirds camera or any of that that it, it that you're just not doing enough with those skill sets and then that'll be a point where you decide whether i invest further or if i just outsource to work i have a question for you guys what's up 
what is the number what is the biggest waste of money that you guys have spent on a piece of photography equipment mm. lighting actually that's a lie not for me i've i bought i as you can see i got a wall of stupid <laughs> shit that i don't use <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at one thing in particular here. A <laughs> <laughs> man got so, two two stabilizers. <laughs> all right, so here's the thing. I got this little hip hip carry thing. For, oh, for your lenses? For, no, well, yeah, for it's, my lenses and a different one for my camera. It's oh. a holster, guys. <laughs> it's it's a like, holster. imagine a holster for a pistol. Yeah, that's, but, <laughs> that's wild. But it's a pain in the ass to use, so I was like, okay, well, that sucks. Street <laughs> review, that sucks. <laughs> Yo, that's our new series. Welcome to Street Meet Street Reviews. Trash. <laughs> then I got and then I got the tri lens thing, which is is that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. It's got the little. It's a, it, it's basically it holds three of your lenses on the thing on your hip, and you can spin it around, and then you can like Attach, grab the lens. Put it, yeah. in. Okay. it looks cool. It's in, not very practical though. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's not. I've tried I feel like that would be better. Like on your it com- sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, imagine walking into a theater with that thing. Oh, God. <laughs> sir, sir, security, <laughs> security. You on paper, on paper, you got a permit for that? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm just here to bootleg a movie, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm a shooter, but a photography. Whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't know, man. I can't think of what one stupid thing that I bought because there's. What's several. the one thing you look prism. at? And you just get mad whenever you see it. The prism I bought. The prism? I bought a prism. Oh. Yeah. That ain't terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. But like, I use it for a couple of decent shots. But that was it. Okay, yeah, I it's feel like, you. I fell in for the hype. I was like, Yo, yeah. I'm gonna get featured with one of these. <laughs> right, it's probably this here. Although maybe now I might find a way to use it. So it's a, a It's a scorpion kind of like handheld yeah. thing. You it's, can put your camera in there, and you can put like your light and everything. In theory, it too. stabilizes your footage, and it kind of does better than yeah. shooting handheld. Yeah, it does. Yeah, but it's a pain in the ass to use, and it's like it takes up so much room. You can't really that's take like it. You, I don't feel like you, that's not even that compact. Yeah, no. there's can't no, there's no compactness to it. I mean, it's cool, I guess. What about but you? What's the one piece of equipment or photography purchase? Gimbals. Really? Gimbals. Okay, I kind of agree with you on that one. I didn't want to say because I bought the gimbal from you. Because you just <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you bought you bought the gimbal from me, and then you got a new gimbal now. Yeah, <laughs> which that is a pain in the ass to carry around. Like it's 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 not practical. Here's my thing: gimbals are awesome. Mm-hmm. Like in like I think in footage case, comes out a lot based on especially case, in motion. Like yeah, in motion. In use case, they're great. Like they're amazing. It's innovative. It's crazy mm-hmm. how that technology is so accessible to regular mm-hmm. um, photographers and videographers now. Because before you, that is a multi thousand dollar expense that you oh, would have yeah. to hire a specialist to to be able to mm-hmm. operate. Mm-hmm. Now, anybody can just fucking use that. Yep. And kind of get amazing footage. It's hard. It's the, hard to get bad footage with a gimbal. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But it's also it's also easy to fuck up with that thing too. If it's you don't easy know how to, to fuck it. up with that thing. But the biggest problem I have with gimbals is that they're very impractical to use. What? They're very impractical. Elaborate. Yeah, I feel like you get it for a practical reason. <laughs> I think I know what he's saying, but no, yeah, like wanna, uh, <laughs> like actually putting them together. Carrying them around, preach. I can see that. Yeah. Getting the initial stabilization right, preach. You have each you lens. Have, each lens is different too. Every lens, and imagine this: if you have oh, zoom lenses, imagine this: you got zoom lenses, and you want to change focal lengths, you got to readjust your gimbals. Yep. I feel like if you're shooting like video with a zoom lens, you're on a tripod or like a stationary aspect, so that the only thing that's moving is the zoom of the no. lens. Well, some mm. sometimes here's what I do: you just I, can't do shit on the fly. Yeah. With a, with a gimbal. Like if you're shooting one thing, you gotta have that really? one lens also on it if, the entire also time. Also, if you're if you're a like, manual shooter, yeah. if you're a manual shooter, oh, which yeah. a lot of cinematographers are, mm-hmm. yeah. they like they like to do manual focus. You can't unless you got a focus wheel. 
You got. But your, then, yeah. But then that's a. But that's then a you got to learn five hundred dollar expense. Then you got to get the focus wheel adapter. Then you got to learn how to use the focus wheel while you're also taking a moving shot yeah. as well. Nah, Damn, you guys really then, like tackle imagine, the whole Then imagine, then imagine, imagine. This is me, personal. But most of the, but even then, the focus wheel only works on cine lenses mostly. That's right. I don't know. I don't know if they have yeah, a newer those, thing. It's because of those notches on these things. This is also me kind of venting because I just I I broke the. Get it off your chest, dog. I broke the. Fourth gimbal that I've fourth. ever owned. Wow. I think it's the fourth or the. What third. What you're saying is you don't know how to use it. No, I know how to <laughs> use that it. Seems, that seems like user error by now. Yeah, I, no. know to use, <laughs> I know how to use it, it sway. <laughs> I know how to use it sway. I just I, I, I fucked up and I. Did you use it. it at my wedding? <laughs> I don't remember I seeing did. your I gimbal at my wedding. I just fucked up and I broke it. You broke it. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so you don't know how to use it. Is what you're like I said, user error. <laughs> but no, it, it is a pain in the ass. Like it, it is for it me. Really it's is. like it, it, it demotivates me from shooting. <laughs> like if that would say that's a word. Yeah, demotivates, unmotivates. Demotivate. Whatever. 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 It makes you feel like shit. I don't want to <laughs> fucking use it. I don't want to carry it around. I don't want to use it. It yeah. gets hot. I don't like my well, arms get the, tired. The only the, 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 the reason. <laughs> so the reason I got the Moza Aircross too is because I can lock all the accesses. That's cool. So, that's easy. That that makes it easy to carry around. That makes carrying it around and stabilizing it easier. Yeah. But you still gotta carry a gimbal. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's Does that fit in your backpack? No. Fuck no. 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 Hey, like you got. It's a separate thing. Even and like when when I was in Pittsburgh and I, and like Paige was like, why don't you bring out your gimbal? I was like, you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd rather fucking bring the tripod. Yeah. I was like, no, I'll bring my tripod. That's exactly what I did. I was like, I'll bring my tripod. I'm not like if I'm bringing out my gimbal, that's all I'm doing all day. Mm-hmm. And only that, and and like I try to use it with the Sigma fourteen to twenty four. That lens is heavy as fuck. That motor, that motor could barely handle the, the the weight of that fucking lens. Yeah. And to stabilize, and to, to, to the like to do the basic stabilization on it, pain in the ass. So, I tried to do it. We we were we were going on this boat or whatever to, to go see some do see some sights, or where was it? No, we were going somewhere else. I don't remember. But I kept telling them, all right, look, we need to find somewhere. I, I just need to find somewhere I can just sit down for a second. And I need a level space or a level somewhere where I could just set it down. She's so like, what? You can't just do it on the car? No, because we're on a hill. I can't do it on a hill because it doesn't, it's not going to, it's not going to work. She's like, I don't understand. Why you oh, can't I didn't you even just think about hills? I've never <laughs> been in that situation, but yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. You can't, you, there's got to be a level, a level table yeah. somewhere, like somewhere completely level. Yeah, but she wasn't getting it. She's like, no, I look. I was getting frustrated because I was like, I really just want to level the fucking thing. Let's go somewhere. Let's just let's just sit somewhere. Let me level this fucking thing, and then we can do whatever the fuck we want. But we were on a time crunch. We we were almost about to miss brunch at this one place, and I was like, all right, look, should just done that brunch, bro. You had a and flat then, table. And then when we get to the table, it's it's like it's like one of those like super Wobbly, uneven tables. Uh, uh, you don't have the sugar packets to put underneath like, it. We're at a table. You can't. Just, I'm like, dude, I just uh, I just need to level this thing, and then I, and I'm good. <laughs> But no, the so yeah, gimbals, gimbals is what it is for you guys. Yeah, but despite another, how great your shots come out with them, despite yeah, how great it, the it, shots, it's, it's, it's when great. it works, it works. And I will reserve judgment for people who have gimbals and have made their money back on productions because they're great. Mm-hmm. But here's another thing about productions. I hate how mainstream the gimbal shots have become. Oh, yeah. where it's to a point now where I have had a client when I, I, I didn't want to shoot with a gimbal for a for a particular scene i used the gimbal in their video but i didn't use it for a particular scene they just know the word gimbal hey gimbal no but they saw Can me you gimbal bro they saw me <laughs> they saw me use, <laughs> they saw me get the camera ready and that i was going to shoot a shot handheld mm-hmm. and they were like oh you're not going to use the gimbal and they looked at me like <laughs> you fucking idiot what yeah. the fuck are you doing you're not going to use the gimbal that's going to come out all shaky 
there's a reason why I'm doing that. It's a reason why you paid me to do this. Yeah. Let me do it my way. But you're getting clients now who they see these beautiful gimbal shots and they think that's all video is. Mm-hmm. And it's not. I think the same thing goes to the photography. So I think clients know so much about photography now more than before. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also don't show up with like a, a, a main light and a hair light or a secondary light or a diffuser or a, a fucking beauty dish. I mean, you don't a, have to have a, everything a either. But you just have to but understand that there's... Expect. But that's what they expect. You charge you gotta, four yeah. stacks for but this project. Where's the rest of your equipment? Yeah. Like, dog, what? You're but sometimes you got to understand, like, as a creator, at least, I don't, I mean, as a client, client expectations are one thing, but as a creator, the only, mm-hmm. the only reason that they're expecting that stuff is because we're, you, we're, everybody's shooting the same way. Like, you have to understand, when was the last time you saw a dope video that was mostly still shots? Like, just one um, straight head on shot? I'm sorry. Uh, like videos I, on a tripod. Have, have, you, have you seen my video, my Pittsburgh video? Because there's a lot of still shots in there. Just saying. Just well, watch my are, video. Oh, you I didn't bring because he didn't use the gimbal. No, I didn't. Yeah, I only use like I, I don't think there's a single shot on there that I, where I use the gimbal. And if I did, no, I, there is. And the, towards the end at night, when we were driving, I tried to use my gimbal, but I was trying to shoot, put it up uh, through through the sunroof, but the wind was hitting it too hard, and it went into sleep mode. So then I just like locked the locked the oh, axes. <laughs> I, locked, I locked I locked all the points, and then I just basically just held it as firm as I could. And, but it didn't. It still didn't do shit. Yeah. But I think client expectation on terms of like client expectations are always going to be high, right? If I'm oh, paying yeah. you, like if, if you tell me They're your budget, your cost is four thousand dollars, I I haven't I have a mental expectation of what four thousand dollars gets me. Mm-hmm. From us, it's like okay, it gets us our equipment that we feel is necessary for the job, even though you may not agree, like you said with the gimbal situation. It also brings our expertise and, ex- and experience, and then it also brings well editing our, too, our editing and thing. our workflow. Yeah. So, you know, if you're a client listening to this, you know, I'm not saying lower your expectations. Always have your expectations because that's how it's your money, right? You want to spend focus on the want. end product, the end product, mm-hmm. not the process. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're Leave not paying the process the to process the professional behind the yeah. scenes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a huge proponent of that because a lot of the times people see like, oh, what? You're just taking pictures with your camera. No, no lighting. You're not bringing a light or anything like. All right. Look, man. a lot. There's a camera could do a lot without lighting. <laughs> yeah. You know? He's a Sony shooter. You don't need light. <laughs> <laughs> I took a picture of a black hole. It's beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's something about it's like, you know, but then as as on our side, you know, we know that we are doing what we believe is our best to meet the client expectation. Yeah. Because in the end, our but clients yeah. are going to be the ones to get us our new clients. If they don't like the work Hopefully, we did, yeah. they're not calling us again and they're not recommending us to anybody. Right. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't imagine like somebody telling me like you didn't bring your gimbal for, for this little little uh, food video shoot we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because then they send you the examples like the the the, the motive like the inspiration behind what they want to do and it's like these are all still shots though. <laughs> thought you wanted still shots, bro. Thought, doesn't the gimbal hold it still? <laughs> it's not how it works. Kind <laughs> of, but it's not how it works. <laughs> I have to be moving for it to stay still. <laughs> but. Again, gimbals are expensive, and a lot of people use them. And I just don't want any up-and-coming photographer—I mean, up-and-coming filmmakers—to think that in order to That's produce quality work or to get professional work, that they need to spend money on a four-hundred-dollar gimbal when you can spend that money instead on props or uh, locations or yeah. rentals. Rent but your gimbals if you can get if you can mm. get your gimbals if yeah. you want to oh, use them professionally. Yeah. rent them. Uh, yeah. So then I think that that goes to something we were talking about before we caught on the mics uh between um you're buying equipment just to buy it or you're buying equipment as an investment and i think you just said you alluded to the gimbal obviously alluding back to what you just said if you don't have a gimbal and you feel like you need one 
it doesn't have to be a $400 expense. Right. It could be a, a $30 day rental. Exactly. You Shout out to ProPhoto DC. Yeah, Get your you rentals from ProPhoto DC. I mean, using a gimbal in and of itself is a skill. Like, you got to learn it. Yeah. You got There's something that you, there's a lot to it that you can't just, like, like I learned the hard way. Like, I told, I, I said it in multiple episodes. I learned the hard way. You can't just put the camera on there and just put it, turn it no. on and, and go. No. No. You got to, you got to precisely balance the fucking thing yeah you gotta and then after that you gotta have that same lens on there and don't move it don't change anything and that's it you're only working with that lens and hopefully it's autofocus and hopefully your camera is good enough that it can autofocus well enough where when you move around it'll keep what you're looking at in focus also you gotta account for little details like rolling shutter like if your camera has can't can't produce good rolling shutter you have to make sure that you're not just running around with this gimbal thinking you're going to get the greatest It's going to look all wavy as shit. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So you got to keep all these little things in mind. So don't come in to a new process like using gimbals without doing your research. Mm. And also, don't make expenses on equipment that you think you might need. Just rent it. Rent it. Yeah. And also, make sure if you're renting it, make sure it fits within the budget of your shoot. Yeah. Every, and I had to learn this the hard way, when you're, when you're booking your gigs... Make sure you're making a profit. Make don't break even. I've done enough break even jobs to know you don't want to break <laughs> don't, even. Don't, don't break even and say like, okay, but I'll, I have all this stuff and I'll use it on the next gig. Because guess what? They're, that next gig isn't guaranteed. No, and then you're just sitting on a bunch of nice shit. A bunch of nice shit and you're probably still paying for it. <laughs> Broke as shit. Yeah, like shit, bro. Like shit. Yo. <laughs> I mean, I've rented. I think every job I've done, I've always rented my equipment. But I mean, this is before I had my full frame camera. True. So when I had my 60D and I did some weddings and I did some baby showers or some maternity shoots or engagements, I rented the, the whole. Puerto Ricans do uh, quinceañeras. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. I had a quinceañero. Quinceañero. Yeah. Wow. I flipped the game, dog. Real shit. I was the only guy to ever throw a party for his 15th birthday like that. Really? I didn't have like the people dancing and all the setup. I ended up, I, my Did you mom. Wear a dress? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, Smart okay. question. <laughs> yes, but no. Uh, what, what, what happened? I mean, quick quick diversion. Yeah. Um, my 15th birthday I was like, do you want to do something for your 15th birthday? Like, I was the firstborn. She's like, yeah, let's do something. Like, I'm not having a quinceanera. No, but we could do a party or something. My mom ended up renting out like a local uh, club. They, what they, they would do like private parties, and my mom was like, "Hey, it's my son's 15th birthday. We want to like a party." It was a show on MTV. It was like stunting. My sweet 16. 16. Yeah, it was sweet. like your stunting 16 or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> yeah my sweet 16, my super sweet 16, or whatever the fuck it was called. Uh, but I, where they would, they would get like expensive ass cars as gifts, and they'd get like rappers coming to do like oh, their birthday yeah, parties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember that show. But my mom was like, "Yo, well, you know, I got the club. We can just rent it, and you can throw a party from like eight to eleven before the club opens for like 21 and up." And sure enough, I ended up telling my high school. It was like a small private that's high school. A, that's a fucking flex, It dog. was a super know, right? flex, that's dog. a huge fucking <laughs> flex, dog. Yo, real shit. Yo, so I like, got a club. Y'all trying to go? Y'all trying to come through? Yo, I, I think I had like 80 people. You were the talk people. of your high school back then, weren't you? It was, a small, it, it was a small high school my freshman year. I was popular. It wasn't cool after that. I'll tell you. I'll talk about that later. That would, that would get the hallways talking. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you going but, to Sway's party? Yeah, yeah, real shit. Like in like, all the high school movies. Yeah, like, it was like a 2000s high school movie. It kind of felt like that. It was, called, it was called party. It was called Cafe Iguana. Oh, I don't have the invitation. <laughs> and then just, the come with, just come with me, dog. <laughs> yeah, the place was called Cafe Iguana back in like the late the whole early, time late, in the background late 90s, of nineties, early two thousands. In the background of your whole entire party, there's a whole coming of age movie of some like nerdy like, kid that got to your party. <laughs> I hope it helped his life, man. <laughs> but damn, I didn't mean to sidetrack us, but, yeah. I, but, but yeah. 
Rent that shit. <laughs> rent your gear. Rent that shit. Rent that shit. <laughs> but yeah, because you had asked if we do cancel. Yeah, 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 we do. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but like for like the wedding stuff, I rented the full frame camera. I rented the lenses. I rented everything I needed. I mean, I had my own beauty dish. I had some of my own gear and whatnot. Uh, but I definitely recommend renting it until you're ready to say, yeah. I'm doing enough work that I need this full time. Yeah. I can't always wait for the. There's gonna be a domino effect where you're known for these for this particular shooting style. Mm-hmm. And when you're known for a particular shooting style and you've been renting all your gear up until this point because you don't want to invest up front in something that you're unsure of, now you can afford to say, like, okay, I got five gigs planned over the next X amount of months. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make this much money. I can afford to spend 20% of that profit on equipment. And that, that might be that might be a gimbal that you own. And that it, might and be a new funny. lens. That might be a, a light. It's funny because I, for me, the idea of renting had never been a thing. It's always been like, fuck, I don't have this lens. I want to have this lens. And then it wasn't until I went on a trip recently that I was like, shit, let me, uh, damn, how the, because I really want to get a wide angle lens, but I don't want to, I don't want to walk around with just my 14 or my, you know, my, my basic manual 14. I was like, shit. And And in my mind, I thought I had a big, big light bulb moment. Oh shit, I could rent it. And I was like, people do this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, we do, sir. Yeah. And I was like, okay, now this is this is gonna be the new thing for me. I'm just gonna start renting. Yeah. You know, just just to have it's just not to try expensive. stuff. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not that expensive. Really? I rented a seventy to two hundred, two point eight, a lens that costs like what twenty six hundred dollars. I rented yeah. it for sixty bucks for a gig that I made like five hundred dollars off of. There you go. Yeah. It's just yeah. part of your cost, but make yeah. sure your cost you no know, don't break make you break even. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. cost should always be less than, than what I mean your cost should be the minimal expense like you should be do- doing typically 3.5 if it costs you 150 bucks to rent the gear and all the equipment you need to do the job and let's say let's add on another 150 bucks for your time doing the shoot and editing if you right. call it generous for the client then times that by at least 3.5 also and that's what you should be charging pro yeah. on average on average you could do 2.5 if you want 1.5 if you're feeling generous but you should always make it so that your charge is is a percent, oh no! But wait, 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 wait! But hold cost. on, no! But if they're offering exposure, just do it for free. Always, Obviously. mate. Cloudcoin over anything else. At least, please, he just gave you a quick look. Like, yeah, he, he, he almost <laughs> his eyes almost came out of his head just now, bro. <laughs> Always do it for free if it's exposure. <laughs> like, Yo, but it'd be great exposure for your brand and your business. Say less. Why aren't you leave with that? <laughs> I have this exposure check for you, sir. Here's a pro tip, also. If you're gonna rent gear. Just know that most rental places will let you rent the gear for a couple of days. So you don't just rent it for the day of your shoot. So if you're trying to flex with a new piece Line of some shit up back to back. Get some shit. Yeah. If you get it on a Friday and they only charge you for the overnight from yeah, Friday like, to Monday. I got three days with this lens. You let better me, line let some me, shit. Use me it the most you can. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Make it a discount. Yo, hey, I'll do your portrait for 75 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever your, yeah, whatever I, your I got a new toy. discount is. I want to pl- make, yeah. make the most out of the money do that TFP, I spent on this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Do that time for portfolio for both of you because let's say, you know, doing that new style of something, doing trying something new mm-hmm. can lead to new opportunities. Yeah. I mean, our, our, our past guest, Julian, you know, he, he mentions it to us a lot. It's like, always shoot what you want to shoot. Share the things you want to shoot because what that's going to show is people who need that know you do that. Mm-hmm. It's great to highlight what you're currently doing so people can still hire you for that. But if you're like, let's say you're doing portraitures or headshots for companies, but you're not really into it and you want to do weddings, yo, shoot a wedding for like, do it for your homes or shoot like a wedding theme something. Mm-hmm. So that way, when people are looking for that style, they know to reach out to you. There's a there's a good saying in business that a jack of all trades mm-hmm. is a master of none. Mm-hmm. And 
that niches in businesses like photography and video are super important. I think a lot of I think a lot of problems that people are running into when they're struggling to find work is that they're not known for anything in particular. Exactly like how you said, because who let's let's imagine that uh, a bride is looking for a wedding photographer mm-hmm. and I see it all the time. I follow this Facebook group that has a uh, is for photographers and yeah. there's always always a wedding planner, always a bride. Somebody says, "I have a wedding coming up. Is there anybody here who could who could cover it for me?" And in the comments, I just see 20, 30, 50 people throwing in their websites, and every single one of those websites look the same. Every single mm. one of those websites, every single one of those websites have <clears throat> is just a mishmash of all different types of photography you got you got portraits right next to their landscapes right next to their fucking like that's also that falls under website management too it it falls under website management but but it also follows into like here's the thing you got to understand who you're known for yeah you got to understand what you're shooting for and you got to understand your marketing you got like that is a huge part that's understated in in this game as an entrepreneur pros know it yeah as an entrepreneur doing it full-time know it that are successful if you really want to make this a business you got to get your marketing down pat People should know who you are. Like when they say, you know, Snaps by Louise, oh, he does X photography. Yeah. Like right now, when I tell people what kind of photography you do, it's fight photography because that's what currently what you're doing. That's what I really money. like to do. Yeah. Exactly. So that's, that's why I tell people what you do. If someone told, yo, hey, Sway, what kind of photography does he do? You know, people would say, oh, he does landscape or travel photography. Yeah. People would like, oh, what does Pierre <coughs> this shoot? This man do be traveling. Yeah. I, love, I mean, it's fun to take pictures of new places. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does Pierre do? Oh, Pierre does, you know, he does. Um, lifestyle videos, video, you know what I'm yeah. Photography, do but even then, like videos, what do you do? Mm. Oh, I do music videos. Oh, I do car mm. videos. I do food, restaurant. I do real estate videos. Yeah. So, when you look at your marketing as a photographer, like you said, you have to make sure there's at least a niche component to what's going to get you jobs. Yeah. Which goes back to you can't overwhelm shoot what clients. you want to shoot. Like mm. it's great to say, oh, I do all kinds of photography. And so you get the job. It's like, yeah, you know, do our wedding. We're going to give you 7,500. It's a 500-person wedding. I need photos of everybody. I need pictures of the bridal party. There's 16 people Damn, total. Oh, you got a 32 gigabyte. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Exactly. So what do you, so what do you end up having to do? <laughs> Damn, dog. You only got one? Why are you going to buy my that man, one? My two 128s. My man is shooting with a PlayStation 2 memory card. <laughs> Damn. Exactly. So, like. If someone's going to approach you for that, but what you really like to do is food photography, like that's your shit, you know, you're going to do the job because it's 7500 bucks. but chances are you're not going to get called again to do another wedding. Probably not. No? Yeah. But I if mean, you get paid 500 bucks to go take a, a restaurant's menu photos for the website and they love that shit, the next client is probably going to pay you $750,000 mm-hmm. and then you build and build. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I say all of that with my website looking like shit. Mismatch <laughs> <laughs> everything. Again, I mean, do what, as we say, not as we do. Yeah, right. But then again, <laughs> my career path has never necessarily been just a photography aspect. Right, right. Likewise, Knowing the yeah. photography aspect has allowed me to refine my my digital media management. That's kind mm-hmm. of what I'm. That's kind of what I enjoy doing. I like I'm a behind the scenes kind of person. Yeah. You know, I'll be up front and talk and take pictures and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But what I like to do is see the analytics of everything. That I've kind do. of I've kind of gotten the bug for that too. I recently like when I when I got my my job. Part of my job is not just creating content, but also managing like there's like kind of their digital marketing to an extent, and dealing with things like Facebook ads. Uh, yeah. learning more and more about things like SEO and how to manage your website and how to optimize it for getting hits, getting leads. But do you have Google search though? Um, I got Chrome. What? Google search. Google <laughs> no, search. I got Chrome. 
<laughs> no, he doesn't. Not yet, man. He'll get them though, because you know that's you should, you should go get them. The more experience you get, yeah, they are free. But the more experience you get, the more you understand that platform, because yeah. that helps you with the web management. Oh, you're talking. Okay, yeah. I, but like, yeah. What I, was saying, <laughs> I thought you were joking. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> he was actually being serious. Yeah, I was. Yo, your tone well, why was does nobody take me seriously because your tone was not <laughs> serious, bro. <laughs> I'm actually smart, guys. Fuck. I'm a smart person. I just take too many jokes. I say too many funny things. Uh, but no, like you're right though. That getting. Because for I, I, not to make an assumption of all creators, but I feel like you know, the, it could be the case for some that once the job is complete in terms of the creation and the handoff, yeah. you're done. Yeah, your mm-hmm. stress is over. The project complete. You're gonna get your check. <clears throat> Me, on the other hand, I like seeing it from pre-production, completion of project, start See of campaign, yeah. and conversion analytics. Because the reason why this content's being created is to convert to some sort of income. You're sharing your portrait photos on Instagram because chances are you want to be paid for your portrait photos. You're sharing all these things because you know that from the beginning that this is worth something to somebody, even just myself. And for me, it might be that $500 restaurant check, right? Right. So once your content's done, it's now the restaurant's job to go in there and say, okay, we have this beautiful photography. How do we make this beautiful photography make sales for our restaurant and our food? Right. And that's kind of where my mentality is. Like I see it from the beginning. And then I see it to the conversion. Because if it costs us 500 bucks for a photographer to do our menu website, and let's say it's a seasonal menu, right? That means it's going to be $2,000 for the year on photography. I need to be able to sell 3.5 times more of that value in my restaurant food. Like, just for that one investment. True. Now, imagine what it's like for your chairs. How much chairs for a restaurant cost? 10 grand. Add everything up. All yeah. of that. Our payroll is what? Okay, it's a restaurant, so we pay them whatever, three eighteen an hour, and they keep their tips, and you know they don't report it, they report it, whatever. You have to start thinking <laughs> it's about it's on them. It's on them. Yeah, fuck it. Again, don't just break even. Just don't break even, and mm-hmm. that's the fucked up. I think this pandemic really or showed don't us. Don't settle for breaking even. Yeah, definitely don't settle for breaking even. Try to don't don't like don't be in the red or in the yeah, black. Definitely don't be in the red. No, don't be in the red. You want to yeah. be don't in the be black. in the red. Yeah, yeah, don't be in the red. But definitely try to make some sort of profit. Yeah, and I think that sh- this pandemic has showed us that restaurants have always been operating at break even. Yeah, you're yeah. only you're only doing it yeah, for no. They, they didn't last long after it's after not, that, man. <laughs> Which is and unfortunate. We were, and yeah. we were in quotes like seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. and n- it's in this phase where we're seeing a lot of these businesses kind of start. They to can't crumble. survive. They can't yeah. survive at all. So it show it shows us that the cost of us going out is for the restaurant just to remain. So the reason why people start restaurants, I feel. Is for the notoriety. Yo, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a gourmet chef. I have 50 tables. Yeah. I can only see two ta- two sittings a, a, a night, and my meals are $150 per person. Prefix menu. It could be me, though. But it could but, be me. Yeah, yeah. But I can, I can yeah. get that Michelin stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. why do you think we, we're doing what we're doing? Why do you think Street Meat's existing? Because mm-hmm. at one point, we want to say, yo, Street Meat won an award for this ad. Yeah. But then again... That ad award is just notoriety. Right. But that notoriety continues to bring your business. Yeah. It gives hey, you more I money. got DC's best food truck. Now I know people are going to want to pay me to station my truck right. for their people to eat. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I think all businesses is. It's no longer breaking even isn't great. Why do you think no one, all, all these people go to loans? Because they nobody invested in break even. Right, right. You get an investment from somebody because they know they're going to get their money back at probably 3.5%. Or three point five times. They don't care if you break even or not. They just care uh, if you get their they get their get money their back. Money back. Yo, plus yeah. that three point five yeah. times. So if yeah. I give you a hundred bucks, I expect to get three hundred and fifty dollars back, or is it four hundred and fifty dollars back? Right. Three point five, three hundred and fifty percent. Yeah. Anyway. Um yeah, they want their money back plus some. Hmm. You know? So you Damn. want your money back I, plus some. I hope some. you guys are listening to that because that, that seems like uh, some good knowledge to have there. <laughs> just saying, man, like think about your experience. Man, like, yo, like putting, you said, putting some if it game costs out you four hundred a hundred bucks to rent this lens. My my gig has to pay me 
3.5 times that cost of the lens to rent and or the inclusion of whatever time it is. Mm-hmm. Don't wing shit. Here's the thing. Like you got to when you're when it comes to your pricing, get that shit down right. Yeah. When it comes to your contracts and your pricing, get it right. Account for everything that could go wrong. I'm a fan of I'm, I'm a believer in Murphy's Murphy's law. Everything, everything will go wrong. Can't go yeah. wrong. Yep. Yeah. So I think I got 10 memory cards account. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're if your contract, if, you, if you're feeling self-conscious that your contract is too long or too complicated. Don't you're covering your ass. Yeah. Make sure that that shit is right. Make sure that your expenses are low so that your returns are higher and you can keep doing this shit. This shit has some longevity and don't put yourself in a position where it's harder and harder and harder for you mm-hmm. to make this your full time job. If you can maintain a lifestyle where like your expenses aren't astronomical. You're not, you know, renting an extremely overpriced apartment or you're not yeah. taking out a car loan. Yeah. Or, you know, you're not. All the things got me a gig tomorrow for $500. I'm getting me a new car. Yeah. All you're, the, you're, all not, the, you're not in debt with some expensive mm-hmm. camera equipment that you don't use. <laughs> you can use all that money that you would have saved. That would have gotten you to become a full-time creative a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. Because you don't have to pay for all this extra shit that you don't even use right now. Yeah. Yep. Accurate. Very accurate. Yeah, man, that's, truth that's, bombs. That's truth bombs. I mean, listen, I mean, you it's know. Street review. Street <laughs> review. It's tight. It's tight. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's a, that's a very, I think that's the biggest point of this episode we could drive home is, is, is quote, unquote. Recognize your value. No, but, like. Value, value yourself. Va- yeah, value yourself. Yeah, yeah and know what, what it's going to help you move forward. And I understand. I understand how hard that can be. Just Same thing for models. You know, like, yeah. Your outfits, your makeup, your hair. Oh, man, they spend a lot of money. Like, yo, 3.5. If the if it's a TFP that you feel is beneficial for you, like we say, it's the same thing for photographers. Just do it. But if someone's reaching out to you for a job, mm-hmm. I mean, if they're reaching out to you for a serious job, chances are they're not going to make you rely, rely on you for your hair and makeup. Probably have someone else that are going to pay for that too. And there's a hair and makeup artist. Right. If it costs you, you know, 500 bucks for your whole makeup kit. I would love to have a makeup artist here, actually. I'd love to see that side of things. So we could have our makeup done before the show? That too. F- just for us? <laughs> I, want a li- I want a nice wing. For this non video show? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Oh, describe our look. We're not Lu- getting the we're not getting the A7S3. <laughs> <laughs> Luis said it has a nice we're shadow eyeliner. I'll, I'll do the makeup. Fuck. <laughs> Pierre, come out here looking like a fucking clown. <laughs> Why you look like a geisha, Pierre? Hey, Damn. You already know, man. Put that on the gang, dog. I'm out here looking like a whole geisha. Like the fucking clown meme where he's just <laughs> he's holding his cheeks like the Joker. <laughs> no, it's like where, where he's doing the thing where <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Told like, them I'd buy the A7S3. <laughs> 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 so, so everything, any, every creative job. I th- I'm sure painter. You know who I think has a good understanding of that are visual artists that don't rely on like the digital scapes, so, like painters and sculptors and all that. Mm. Now, mm. I always feel like when you see a pricing of a sculpture yeah. or a painting, You're I like, try. Oh, fuck, I, this is expensive. What I the tr- fuck? I try yeah. to divide I that by. Do this. I try to divide that by three point. Or I try to find out what the. Uh, 3.5% of that is, and that's probably what it costs them. Or try to find yeah. out, like, the division. Like, Th- that the shit ain't is. cheap, I'm sure. Like, especially, like, a big canvas. I'm sure that's not cheap. Something aside, like, a, 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 a 20 by 30 canvas. Here. But then you got those paintings that are just, like, a blank canvas, and it's going for it's sale. It's interpreted. It's auctioning yeah, for, like, a million because, dollars. It's because of who did it, not what they did. <laughs> I know. Uh, I get it. I get there's there's I get the minutia. There's an invisible currency there where it's, like, But, I mean, shit, look at the crown that was on Biggie Smalls' head. 
for his his uh, album cover. Mm-hmm. That crown cost six dollars for them to buy and have him wear for his for his album cover. Mm-hmm. It sold for like thirty four thousand dollars. Damn, that low. It's a plastic crown. No, I meant. I mean, it's a six dollar <laughs> crown worth thirty five thousand dollars. You tell I, me I, what the I, Okay, I, on that, 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 that. I'm not arguing on that. I'm not one arguing guy. with the conversion rate over here. I'm just. I'm just saying. I thought it would be higher. <laughs> yeah, I, I did too. No, because, I thought I was going to be like a million or something. The, there's like a crusted, in, um, slick Rick's crusted or diamond encrusted eye patch only sold for like twenty thousand dollars, twenty four thousand dollars. That's damn. Is yeah. Biggie's crown it, really a plastic Dollar Tree crown? A, <laughs> it really is. Yo, real shit. And I think they got it the day of the shoot. They just went down to the I, bodega look, and picked up the fucking. I've been, I've been at several shoots and I know that that's very possible. <laughs> that's very very possible. I know. I've seen it too, but I'm like, I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that. So you, you never know, man. You might 30. sell, you might sell yourself a thirty four thousand dollars <laughs> photo at some point in your life man. later. Isn't that the goal? <laughs> yeah, isn't that the goal? We should get a lawyer on here to talk about copyright licenses and like. Per- we should get different licenses. guys against uh, on here, like a painter. Yeah, we're thinking out loud right now on the yeah, show. Hey, you know what? If you're listening at this point, shoot us a recommendation. What else should we have on? Yeah, we have photographers. We have a, one model. We won't get some more models on Shit. here. Let's get know. an accountant on here. All of it. Let's get. <laughs> let's just share the knowledge. People need to. Because uh, yeah, actually, an accountant's important. Because if you're oh, a photographer, no, okay. I'm serious at this point. Because <laughs> yo, how many 1099 contracts are being shoved in, f- in front of photographers' faces? True. They how much? The, how much tax are you gonna pay? Come March. Wait, I owe the government four thousand dollars. Shouldn't have spent all that money on that lens. <laughs> shouldn't have yeah, taken out that that fucking loan. Shouldn't have been, that shouldn't have been breaking even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I think these are things that are you know we're not told this. If you didn't grow up learning the business of the creative arts and or business in general, it's hard. You're not gonna know the details behind the scenes once your tax year is over. Once it comes like, yo, man, I worked all year for my first year as a photographer. I made 50 grand. I'm living at home. I'm doing good. All of a sudden, you owe, what's 25% of 50 grand? Sam is coming. dollars <laughs> mm. I mean, that's an exaggeration. But you over like you owe a couple grand, but you broke even that year? Cause you, you broke. Spent- no, you didn't break even. <laughs> you thought you did. You thought you did. Like, <laughs> you thought you broke even by the end of the year, but then you still owe $2,500 to the government. Yep. Yeah. Like you shouldn't have bought that G Master, right? Shouldn't have bought that gimbal. I think that's that's things that if you're learning as a Still young a adult outside of the <laughs> traditional education system, you're gonna find those things. I mean, if you're a young adult, chances are you're gonna have a lot of tax benefits. You're probably yeah. on like your parents' dependent list or whatever. But if you're not under like twenty five, right? Twenty six. Twenty six is the cap. Oh, twenty six. Okay. At least for health insurance, so that that tax won't hit you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there, I mean, you can still be a dependent at like twenty eight. Fuck, yeah. if you still live at home and you ain't do a shit with your life. Here's the thing: if you're a young photographer. It costs money and time to get to a point where you can afford expensive equipment. It doesn't take money. It doesn't have to be expensive to learn about marketing and business and accounting upfront. And the sooner that you learn this, this stuff, the better prepared you will be in the future and the less mistakes you're going to make, period. Yeah. And you'll always make mistakes. I was joking about the the Google certifications earlier. But, I mean, that's also good to learn. I'm actually yeah. going to take the course there, too, myself. Yeah, learn that. Because if you're building your own website, Everything's around Google anyways. So it, it's good to know the, the inner workings of it. See what you see how you can play the system and make it, you know, have it work in your favor. If you have a website and it's actually niched, you have all that say... I use food photographer as an example. Let's say your website highlights your best food photography. But people don't find you on your searches. It's because the content on your website on the back end 
needs to highlight how mm-hmm. much food photography and yep. name restaurants, name dishes. Because let's say someone Googles, yo, I'm looking for a chicken pot pie recipe. Right. And you got this fire-ass photo of chicken pot pie. You want that to show up because the next person is like, yo, I have a dope-ass chicken pot pie recipe and I don't want to use an iPhone photo. Right. They're going to hit you up if they're in your city or if they're in your region, right? Mm-hmm. So get your Google Analytics on point. Get your digital media on point. It's the 21st century. Barring a massive EMP, you're going to have to rely on the, the digital and, age. And to chances get your are you're probably quarantined anyways. Why not? Might as well, right? I mean, <laughs> I learned how to do film because I'm in quarantine. So, <laughs> like, I might as well learn how you might as well keep learning. Yeah, I, yeah. I, got, I got my Google certifications because, you know, it helped me for work and it's going to help us in the long run in terms mm-hmm. of, like, mm-hmm. promoting all the community members that we want to highlight. So, yeah. there's things to always learn. Like, I'm still learning how to bake good cookies. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got a basic ass recipe to them. Shits don't be coming out right. It'd be too hard. <laughs> and this applies to any business. Anything. Anything. This applies anything to any though. business. I mean, think about it. How was marketing done back in the day? Like you had to hire we somebody and you had to pay you had, for... You had to hire somebody. Mad Men? You had to hire somebody. You had to put an ad in a newspaper show. hoping somebody show, yeah. would read it. You had to put a sign out on the street. Had to hire a guy to spin the it. sign. <laughs> yeah. That was real organic. And all that shit still exists now. It exists now. You have to pay for mailers. But think, all that... All the people who you, who you can get interested in your business and what you're doing, it can be all done at home with a few clicks on a like on a computer and some elbow grease and a all little that. bit of elbow yeah. grease. It's no, not, not it's not uh, seamless. It's, it's, it's not, not it's not hard, but yeah. it's not it's not hard, but it does take effort. It's not and it dr- takes time. It's not a yeah. dramatic undertaking. It's not something. It, this is something that you had to pay a lot of money up front. You had to pay for a lease mm-hmm. in a shop. To yeah. sell shit, and now you can do it for free. You know, and you could as a photographer, yeah. you can get hired across the country. It. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can get like I remember my my stepbrother when he got married, he hired photographers out of Oregon, and he flew them out, like but, for wedding photos. Really? Like he's like, yo, were they want. that good? Their photos are great. Oh. they're phenomenal. Those are niche photographers because they do weddings. They market themselves as wedding photographers. I, uh, a local photographer here in the region, I've never met her, Anna Meyer. I've never met her. I've recommended her for. I've heard the name. Yeah, she's a phenomenal wedding photographer. She does a great other bunch of stuff I too. Remember, I can't remember what. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah she yeah. does like photo food photography and she does some travel photography. But I've recommended her for two jobs. I know for a fact they hired her. Mm-hmm. I've never met her in my life. True. Like I was like, yo, Damn. like I've never. And I was like, yo, I, I that's bullshit. I met her once at a walk with locals because uh, she was hosting it, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And like it was like a casual, hey, what's going on? Hi, I'm Anna. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming out. Type mm-hmm. shit. The kind of things we do with other people. Right, right, right. And like when I followed her, I was like, yo, oh, she she got the heat. She takes she takes great photos. Right. Um, a pair of softball teammates of mine hired her to do their wedding in North Carolina. Damn. And a co- ex coworker of mine hired her for her engagement shoot. And if I'm not mistaken, they're gonna keep her on for the wedding. Damn. Like that's how like that's how niche you have to be that yeah. people who don't know you yeah, are gonna no, recommend oh, you immediately. Your name yeah. just comes up. Just yeah. yo, hey, I don't know them, but clearly their work is fucking yeah. amazing. So yeah. that's cool. That's, that's how you have to think yeah. about the niche thing and the marketing thing on your website and all that. Yeah. You know? So that's kind of my example of why you should do that. Guys, I don't, I don't fucking be, know her, but hey, this might be the most photocentric discussion we've ever had. It's because we started on before one o'clock. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a very accurate because we we did start early today. We started before. early. Bam. And we talk a lot of shit on you all. Know, of I'm like I'm like an hour removed from my coffee. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> a substantial conversation with Street Me. Yo, Street <laughs> Review. They stayed on topic. <laughs> They actually low key smart. So whoever that <laughs> hater is on the Apple Podcasts that gave us a four, why don't we have five stars? Four point six. We want to have you on the show. We just want to talk. Who is that guy? We just want to come on the show. Over. We will Tell not us talk. why. Tell so, us why. Why are we trash? <laughs> why are you guys so toxic for no reason? 
that was a, a review of Street Meat on on uh, Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're on Call of Duty and want to join our clan, shoot us a DM. Oh yeah, yeah, we 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 on we on Call of Duty heavy. Mm-hmm. SMDC. Yeah, we're gonna get that new um. That new no, maybe. <laughs> What's Probably. it called? Probably. Is Cold it Black War? Ops? Black Cold Ops Cold War? War? Yeah. You're, you're really acting like you're this out of the loop? He is this out of I the loop. I knew it was Black Ops. I didn't know what the second name was. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Damn, you don't game anymore, do you? I do game. I'm planning on getting that PS5. You never call us the game, dog. I, I play feel Call so of Duty because oh. I'm trash at Call of Duty. <laughs> what do you play, man? UFC? Uh, imagine, no. imagine <laughs> going, do, watching, watching people fight, and then go home and play, and play to watch people fight. <laughs> play. People it's not like I watch videos of the people new, getting shot. The new, I just go the new the UFC Four is trash. I hate it. Man, all the UFCs have been trash. Bro. They vote. They've never. I kind of have. Those games. They, they they've just, never they been. It's they the ground game. Do, they don't know how to do grappling right. It's not right. Because what controls can you do for grappling unless they do it VR? Unless they do it VR, or they just go imagine, silly. Imagine you're doing like a robotic leg wrap on the floor. <laughs> and e- EA sends you. EA sends yeah. you a, like what? you can, you can rent a guy to come to your house. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> sir! And he's like, all right, don't talk to me. I'm just here to play the game with you. Just beat my ass. Just, <laughs> just hit me. People pay extra for he that wears kind like of shit. He like a gym suit. Like <laughs> <laughs> your wife is like, your wife is like, oh, honey, is who the fuck is this do? guy? And why is your head between I'm his legs? A game. <laughs> he's choking me out. I, you asked That's me to do that. I told you no. <laughs> <laughs> That's this new EA pass thing. You know, it's like you're getting choked, and he's like, pass. "Now whisper in my ear, tell me you're gonna choke <laughs> me it's out." It's origin access. Look, you know, you want to understand this guy. He's just part of the game. That's what it is. But he's a guy. Yeah, but he's part of the game. How I much did you pay for this? <laughs> Why is he in our home? Right but he's choking you. Mode? He's like, I know, I like it. <laughs> this is so real. <laughs> just because I do you get choked with your VR glasses on and shit. <laughs> you're looking up at the di- at the fake digital lights and shit, and like you fucking pass out, and you're just like, game you over. over here doing like you over here doing like the wrestling mode, and you're like you're dropping your arm one, <laughs> so when you catch it before the third one drops. <laughs> Imagine a VR wrestling game. You're <laughs> oh, fake dude. punching somebody. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Any VR sports game I think is trash. Even the boxing ones are kind of garbage. No, because there's no uh, stakes. There's no stakes because you don't You're not get really hit. getting hit. Yeah, now, imagine that with a haptic suit and you had Mike Tyson hit you in the ribs. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> red, you red fall Mike Tyson for a game. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll bet you'll be dodging the motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Son? Can I even dodge a man that fast? Son, why is Mike Tyson here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dad, I forgot to tell you. I bought that upgraded pass. <laughs> hey, Are you guys. winning, son? <laughs> <laughs> but then Mike Tyson, hey, Dad, I'm just here to knock your thun out. <laughs> Hey, we just fine. We just fine. We just fighting. Now remember, I'm gonna hit you with the left hook. You gotta go down. Why am I sound like a lame like, ass you, Michael you got, Jackson? You go, you go on like Reddit while he's just standing right there. He's like, all right, how? What's the cheat code for? <laughs> oh, how do I? Be uh, my, hey, my, Mike, Mike, uh, Alpha Bravo, up down, up down, A. <laughs> he's doing like all his squats and shit. Like, doing... Now Mike Tyson okay. was on easy mode. You can hit me if you want. <laughs> <laughs> if Mike Tyson let you get one punch on him, would you take it? For how much money? No, no wait, no, if no. He just no, lets wait, you wait, hit wait, him wait, once. Wait, 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 oh, he on. let me hit him. Let him yeah, hit but you. The, no, but does he hit you back? Yeah. We don't know. He just said you can hit <laughs> we him once. That, that's the variable. Key, dude. <laughs> there's a fifty-fifty. There's a fifty-fifty chance. I feel like just me pulling up the punch. I would do it. You would do it. I would do it. let you. I don't think I can hit him hard enough for him not to hit me back. Even if he said he wouldn't hit me back. I wouldn't do yeah, it. That, 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 guy, that guy's skull is just lined with whatever it is that he he's won't. Get he's got out. vibranium in him. <laughs> and man, that man still has fighter reflexes in him. I wouldn't do it. He should I just mean. hire Mike Tyson as a new Wolverine. 
Recast Wolverine as Mike Tyson. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can you, Can you imagine him in a Marvel movie? Mike Tyson as Wolverine? <laughs> Cyclops, I'm here to take Jean Grey from you. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Xavier. <laughs> you ain't gonna run from these claws. <laughs> you know they're making the Mike Tyson movie, I'm gonna scratch movie, right? you so hard. Oh, yeah. Jamie Foxx is playing. Jamie Foxx is playing Mike Tyson I've in seen a picture of him. Like, he got swole for it looked, I, I think that could work. I think Jamie Foxx could do it. He did Ray Charles perfectly. Yeah. I think he'd do it. Man, Jamie Foxx is a... Yeah. Can Jamie Foxx take photos? Can Jamie... Is Jamie Foxx a good photographer? I feel like he would be. Is he a good photographer? No, do you think he is? I don't know if he is. Do you think That's a weird question, but I think he could. That man is talking about celebrities as photographers. I'm pretty sure he can fly. Um, Jason Momoa is a is is a photographer. Obviously, he has enough money to like. Shoot oh man! All right, so this guy this guy is obviously super hot. Can get any kind of vagina he wants, and he's he a photographer. Like, if I'm not mistaken, he's ma- married to um. I'm forgetting her name. Quote unquote he's, married. Isn't Zoe Kra- is Zoe Kravitz his wife? I feel like that's either correct or that is very wrong. One or the other. I, I could see. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, I could I, see that, I and I could also not. Or is that his it. daughter? Zoe Kravitz. No, I don't think that's his wife. That's Lenny Kravitz's daughter. From that's Lenny Kravitz's daughter. Shout out to Lenny Kravitz. Still fucking got it. <laughs> anyway, Are yeah. Go anyway, why not a writer? Saying, what is also what a I'm saying is, you're asking if Jamie Foxx would be a good photographer. I think so. I think he's he's he's, he's a great talented. Yeah. yeah. He's a singer. He's an actor. He's some a comedian. People, some people just got it like that. I feel like he would pick it up unless yeah. he just he, unless he's just not interested in. Maybe he's a painter. Maybe he's a sculptor. Or maybe, maybe he voyeurist. doesn't have time because he's just making so much fucking money. No, he's not Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Samuel Jackson is always acting. True, yeah. I haven't seen... I, he has the I, most credits, if I'm not mistaken, in, in acting history. Really? Oh, wow. That makes a lot I'm of like sense. I'm like 65% sure about that fact. Hold on. He is in a, a shit computer, ton of movies, The computer actually. is in my... Uh, who has computer. the most <laughs> movie Tell us. Who is most famous? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it's not. It's this guy named John Carradine. Three hundred and fifty-one. And I'm pretty sure we know who he is if we j- if we saw a picture of him. Yeah, how? It's probably like a famous extra in Hollywood. Acting <laughs> He's like, I'm not an, oh, that guy. I'm not a famous actor. I just am a reliable. Well, extra. Samuel Jackson has been in a hundred movies. He has a hundred feature film credits. If I'm not mistaken, he's the most. He's the highest grossing actor just based off how much money all these movies have made. I thought I thought it was uh, Robert Downey Jr. I don't know. Shout out to Robert Downey Jr. Talk about, you know. That man came up. Yeah. He probably still does all the fun shit he used to do when he was younger. (laughs) He just has more money to keep it quiet. (laughs) Has that Marvel money. Yeah, he's got that Marvel money. I don't know. (laughs) Still, but Have you guys played that um, Avengers video game? Not yet. I Uh, I want to check it out, bro. I heard it's trash. I heard it's trash, too. But it looks fun. It reminds me. It of does. Ultra, it, it does. It does. If you if you just kind of gloss over the fact, this might be not it's not really the actual. Act. I kind of wish. I kind of wish they play. They paid for the likeness of. Well, I don't all know the why characters. they couldn't. I don't know why There's they couldn't. Probably I, it's way Marvel, too much though. money. That's what the, that's no, the no, it's probably way too much money to get those likenesses. Yeah, but them. still, like, but it's you, a Marvel licensed game. Yeah, why couldn't they give you the likenesses of the people? Because you have to still pay those people. In oh, perpetuity. you got to pay for their likeness. Yes, that's different. Yeah, you're right. Which brings me to a whole question about photography. We had America guy. And then we got uh, fucking Steel Man. Steel Man. <laughs> Daddy Long Legs Woman. <laughs> green guy. The green, green guy. guy. <laughs> the green angry guy. <laughs> and and like the ma- isn't the main character like that Imagine you play Mike as Tyson is the whole Miss Marvel or Miss yeah the little girl the stretchy strong girl. That's Miss Marvel. That's Miss Marvel. 
or Miss no Mrs. Marvel, Miss Marvel. I think it's I Mrs. Don't, Marvel. I, don't know, I think you're thinking about Mrs. Incredible. <laughs> no, 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 no. So she looks. <laughs> she, that girl she thick. Yeah, yo. Ayo. 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 All right. So what we're we talking about here? What we want to talk about? What y'all trying to talk about? I'm not gonna get into that subject. But you know what I'm talking about. I'm just gonna say that animator knew. I see. That animator knew. I see what you're doing, Mrs. Incredible. I see what you're doing. He was he was about I can't five wait years for the ahead memes. of his time. <laughs> that 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 type every... of character design does not happen by accident. No. <laughs> she squats. I'm sure I'm sure that guy. That has is got, not a Brazilian. I'm butt sure lift. he's got Look plenty of smut on his computer from all his animating time, and they're probably very high quality. Just keeping to himself. That's Can you fine, imagine man. The intern that's using his computer now. <laughs> <laughs> he's not working at all. I'll tell you right. His hands are very busy. <laughs> or her hands. I don't mean not be presumptive. You know. What I'm yeah, it could be her. Yeah. Hey. Um. Good movie. But yeah, man. Great. Incredibles <laughs> is phenomenal. Yeah, you too, bro. Yeah. Just you, know, you don't yeah. know how to act? <laughs> Pierre over here breaking equipment. He's mad that he's not having access to the fucking computer that has a Miss Marvel sketches and inspiration. <laughs> or uh, Mrs. Incredible. She's got some big ass hands on her. That's all that's all I saw. I was like, what the fuck kind of what the fuck kind of uh hero is that? Like you got to play as she's got big ass hands that just slap the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching Power Rangers last night. Oh, the, the remake, the remake, the, the one that tried to modernize it. Oh, the one it. with um, the guy from Breaking Bad, uh, Brian Cranston? Yes. Yes. Yeah, where he plays Zord. So, oh, yeah, the, the only newer one? Yes. Yeah. Don't they No, 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 no. Don't they still make Power Rangers for kids? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they yeah. still But do. they also are going to remake the movie franchise. I hope they keep the same actors. I thought it worked Man, recently. Yeah, I thought it worked. I just okay. think, though, the whole storyline of it was a little flawed. Hey, but Krispy Kreme, though, right? But there was a moment where he smacks a guy. In the movie, he's like, "Did you just smack me?" I'm like, "Yeah." And if you continue with the bullshit, I'm gonna keep smacking you. Like, how embarrassing is it to be smacked by somebody? Like, you talk oh, a shit and someone just smacks you. Dog, that, that's that, that's like, worse. I'd, I'd rather be charge. punched, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I would much rather be punched. Yeah, that, that shit is loud. I'm sure. Like, I can't. Pie, everyone looks like, "Yo, like, what you about to do, dog?" Oh, to do? He slapped the shit out of you, dog. What you about to do? Yeah. I know your face is hurting. Couldn't it be right me. Now. Couldn't it be me. <laughs> it's like that commercial with the guy slapping everybody. The British commercial. Dude, did you just slap my kid? <laughs> the oh, cops yeah. come. And, and the whole show, the, the the parody of that show is called The Slap. That's what it's called. Oh, All really? I'm gonna say is yeah. from fright training, you're more likely to land a slap than a punch. I always. Would, I mean, like, there's a lot more circumference there. <laughs> yeah, you're you're dealing with a wider area, and you're the, gonna hurt. Would you your let hands Mike Tyson slap you or punch you? Oh hell no! I'd rather let him punch me. You sure, dog? Dude, his slaps probably hurt. His slap will probably not. Have you out. seen what his punches yeah, do? Yeah, I was about to say, like, I think a punch has more. Well, it's gonna suck either way. But if I had to choose, if I had a gun to my head and I didn't have the choice to just I let shoot him me. slap my stomach, <laughs> you want to slap? <laughs> oh, a punch. Oh, you want to punch? <laughs> you gotta pick one. You know he's not. He's not smoking weed for his uh he for his upcoming quit? fight. He's oh, got, for his he's fight. A, well, that makes sense. The badass probably not gonna lie. I didn't even know he smoked weed. Oh, he has his whole weed cannabis oh, dude, farm. Really, you've been He's a big out. Cannab- cannab- dude, Mike Tyson cannab- has become uh, like a fucking yeah. shaman on a hill lately. True. Okay. Yeah, he's he like a big that. cannabis. Pr- he has he has chilled, a farm in a. In he has Colorado. chilled out. He's growing his beard. He's got. Yeah. He's spreading okay. wisdom. Yeah. He he, right. like, he he really found himself. Yeah, he's right. talking about how he smoked weed and found inner peace, and he's he. Me too. That's why. That's why he said for the longest that he didn't want to. He didn't want to return to to boxing. Because he says that he he said he didn't even exercise, because he says that, like any type of training brings him back to like those days when he was fighting and he becomes mm, this fucking egotistical angry, fucking yeah. maniac. <laughs> I broke my back. <laughs> what? I broke my back. You standing up straight, bro? <laughs> like you could? Spinal. <laughs> he was a good trash talker, but because he backed it up though. Yeah, he backed he it up. Backed that's that that's key. Up. 
Yeah, he could talk all the trash that you want. This if man you can't would, back it this, up. This man would come to the ring with like drone music like not even like entrance music it would just be like sounds of static and noise and he's already like sweating and ready to go and you're just like Fuck. why did i take this i tried to pay me a million dollars for this fight <laughs> he's like I, I, I'm, a, I'm a head out you, you can have it yeah, I'm, I'm about to head out you know what i'm saying Yo, i'm just gonna touch my glove to the mat and take the 10 over this, this shit this is, this is, but anyway man we're just digressing man we're digressing hard but yeah i think yeah. celebrities are as creative as you know the average person who's not in front of the camera uh, like you know i think they do i think models take photos all the time i'm sure I they mean, do and i'm i'm, I'm assuming the, the camera phone's included you know what i mean it's to an extent yeah it's all included it's all photography D- digital capture mm-hmm. i mean shit mirrorless cameras are digital capture now yeah so i remember there was a time when mirrorless cameras weren't the wave yet and a lot of dslr shooters were against it because it was it's these cameras are getting less and less mechanical i think that that's always going to be the trend I think that people who were film camera photographers and based their whole career off of film photography mm-hmm. and analog photography were were just irate at the idea of shooting with a mirrored digital camera. It's always the old, basically gatekeeping for the new. Like there's it's always there's always going to be the older crowd who says that their stuff was better. And that's why street meets here. We're not that's, snobs, man. We want this, all of you to but succeed. It, it goes across everything. Like it, uh, even now, like with with all these TikTokers who are blowing up, like uh, we sound like a bunch of boomers. We sound like a bunch of boomers when we're talking shit about TikTokers, but I, I just miss Vine. You know what I'm saying? That's really <laughs> all it is. Like you guys took Vine's spot. Good job, but I'm a little mad. Though the people from Vine made a new app in oh, really? lieu of the whole TikTok thing. So you know, shout out to them. We'll see what happens because mm. you know, starting Sunday, no more TikTok. Oh my God! No, well, no more, not no more, got, no more I, downloads. I think they got saved. Because I think an American company bought. They the, have uh, not been approved for it yet. They haven't been approved nope. for it. Yet? In fact, tomorrow for sure you cannot download TikTok as of Sunday That's the evening. That's deadline. Yes, yeah, so either midnight tonight or midnight huh. Sunday or going into Monday. But yeah, everyone, everyone's like TikTok pushed the update if I'm not mistaken, and people updated it just to have it. I mean, it's gonna phase out. I don't think that. I don't think that there's going to be a a nice enough solution for the president to say, yes, it's okay to use TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I think a part of me feels like it's a bit of a vindictive response. Not, not to judge the man, but to judge the man. <laughs> it's a vindictive response to what they did to his first campaign back when he went to Tulsa. Oh, yeah. That's and exactly what it is. TikTokers were like, they stole Go buy the tickets. seats and just don't show yeah. up. But you want to know something? I don't think that that was really just them because I'm looking at like not to turn political, but I'm looking at the rallies now. Mm. Like I catch glimpses here and there because I'm avoiding the news at all costs. Yeah, um, people are just aren't going. People don't want to yeah. show up there. But anyway, I think that's. I mean, he recently announced a whole aid package to Puerto Rico three years after the fact of the hurricane. Uh, just because like some of reminder or a too, or it's like eleven point two billion dollars to like uh. education and infrastructure. And uh, I he, really he wants he just wants y'all's vote. He just wants to vote. Yeah. And I really think, you know, he recognized, oh shit, they're already citizens. They just have to be in a state to vote. So yeah, man. You know, we Puerto Ricans are US citizens, don't forget. <laughs> yeah, we're just brown. We're just brown, huh? <laughs> What's up? Uh but yeah, I think that, you know, TikTok being deleted, it's uh, the downloads aspect has capped the US market. And I see a short term increase in pricing for those who make money off of TikTok. Oh, Same I'm thing sure. with like if, if China banned Instagram, all oh, the Chinese right. influencers are probably gonna charge a premium. That's why you see a lot of influencers kind of jumping ship. And here's the thing about influencer marketing: if you're an influencer, or if you're just if you're relying on a social media platform to kind of blow up, this is a this is a, another key issue. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. 
Oh yeah, man. You gotta <laughs> you don't don't rely. Diversify just on your yes. digital portfolio. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I'm seeing a lot of people jumping over to Instagram streams, which I'm okay with. I like. I mean, Instagram's uh, what's it called? Instagram Reels. Reels. Right? Yeah. Instagram Reels. Instagram has become no original so successful ideas. that Instagram copies your idea. That's how you know you made it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but Instagram, Facebook has not had an original Instagram, idea forever. Facebook, no. Please, please, please. If I'm okay with keeping Instagram Reels around, but please stop recommending. Stop bullshit. recommending irrelevant shit to me. <laughs> Stop giving I me do women. not care about like, these I don't teenage. See that shit. Show me spaceship launches, Pokemon drawn renditions. I get I get recipes. big titties if and shit can, on mine. If you can send uh, me memes, just, yeah. I'd be okay. I did memes not. Sub- I did not subscribe. Hey, to nine Kelvin, can you please come back? I miss these photographers. Nine Kelvin, when you come back? I'm doing everything I can to get the algorithm to not recommend me teenagers dancing, but it just it's <laughs> it, no matter no, what I do. It. You're gonna you're no gonna matter what I do. You're gonna see it. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Stop with the algorithm. Just give us a chronological order. They're not gonna do that, man. It's uh, that that God. is not that's a hill that you're. God, going to do just... you remember that time? That's a, that was such. Oh a my good God! Time. It's eight forty-five. I'm late. <laughs> For <laughs> what? My post. <laughs> I, I was way more engaged with Instagram then. Because I knew like, if I logged in, in the morning, I was gonna see some great content, and when I was going home from work, I was gonna see some more great content. Like yeah. I knew there was two peaks a day to yeah. see a lot of cool shit that people are sharing. Mm-hmm. Now it's feeding me. Yo, here is. You know the inside drops latest post nine days ago, yeah, <laughs> two days ago. Like I already saw this shit. Just because I didn't like it doesn't mean you got to keep putting it in my face. Mm-hmm. The only reason they're putting it in your face is to draw that engagement number, mm-hmm. and the engagement number is what they sell to advertisers and what they sell to their yep. investors. That's why you're hey, not gonna get it back. Our two billion users engage at a forty-eight percent rate. That yeah. means just under a billion people are touching the screen saying they engage, they like this shit. Right. You know, that's a whole different conversation. That's a whole yep. different conversation for sure. So make sure that you are doing what you can to make sure people are touching and go concept. fucking vote. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go vote. Before go vote. we wrap, I don't give a fuck who you voting for. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind yeah. Of. Low key, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to. We're not pers- gonna endorse anybody here. Yeah, we're not endorsing nobody. We're not gonna persuade you to go vote fucking vote. Just Use e- your American right. Yeah. Exercise. If you are eligible to vote, please vote. I don't. You know, vote not just for the presidency, but I need you to vote for your local. Because in truth be told. The, the local politics are going to hurt your life or help your life the most. Yeah. Your yeah. county executives, your county commissioners, your mayors, your, your your district representatives at the state level. And pay attention to your state races. So I feel like too many people are too worried about the presidency and mm-hmm. U.S. And, and, and senators and shit. Yes, they're important. But like, yo, what the fuck has Congress done in your lifetime that's really God, affected you? God damn. Man. Maybe the Obama health care pass, like uh, the Affordable Care Act, mm. is the most over like in our lifetime at the moment. Yeah. And maybe this, the 2008 budget bailout. To kind of put this in perspective, you know, you, you guys have been keeping up with like the wildfire issues that's yeah. going on in yeah. California. We actually saw some of that haze over here. In oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I remember I woke and up that, one morning. Yeah. And that not only is the federal management of the federal lands of California, but, but the there state, is there's a state there's level. There's a state level. And there's, and, a, and there's a thing. There's a, there's a big problem going out in california where people who are affected by these wildfires have to kind of migrate out and the problem is that this has become a issue especially whether or not you agree with climate change this has become an issue that is, that is becoming more and more apparent that these some of these places are just not hospitable to people mm-hmm. but the nevada, problem is las vegas nevada you built no a city not even just desert. not but there's, no, there's some other rural, but there's Miami, some very Florida? but there are very dry areas of california yeah. that are not any they're, just, they're just not sustainable yeah. yeah they're they're wildfire prone 
also it, it kind no. of makes me think like yo why didn't you listen to indigenous people when they told you controlled burns are always going to save the land indigenous people burnt the land on purpose so that vegetation can regrow and solidify the soil but also prevent large <sighs> scale million acre fires yes exactly yeah. and here's where the there's already stop these your gender there reveal are, parties that shit are, ain't necessary but here's the kicker there are state mandates in california that demand that uh property managers and people who are developing like communities and stuff they build in these communities to expand mm -hmm. um basically an urban population yeah so but that can't happen we can't do this locally. so we're getting to a point now where insurance companies don't even want to pay out these people who well, have why had the their fuck would they burnt. yeah they're, they're sure they're running out of money yeah they're like this happens every year. your house got burnt down last year you want you, <laughs> <laughs> you want another I house <laughs> i actually heard move, to, move to seattle <laughs> move somewhere where there's water i actually i was i listened to npr the other day and there was a story about a, a woman who moved from like northern california to oregon she lost a home in, in California to a fire, mm -hmm. and then she's now her home is now threatened in Oregon because of fire. Is that the one that, that she had just moved in like eight days before? I don't or know something? about that one, but uh, I know I heard. I don't know. I can't. Yeah. There's so many of those stories. Yeah. But I think that all those issues, yes, the federal government has a role to play in the protection and or the the recuperation or rehabilitation of that place. But your local elections are going to be, be the most important. Like yeah. I think back home, when I think about local elections, I think about Miami's County commission and all the shit they allowed to happen with development, but you didn't do anything for the infrastructure. You did not increase the water main size to deal with the flooding, mm. coastal flooding, rainfall flooding. You're not doing enough. But for these buildings are nice though. Oh, they're nice and tall. <laughs> you know what? We have 48% occupancy rate and now the bank's about to foreclose on the building because the building can't pay their no neighbors on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> Real shit. But I got a neighbor above me and that's about it. Like, you built these mil these multi-million dollar buildings to not even have them filled. Like here in D.C., mm -hmm. I see this shit getting built and they're getting filled. Oh, yeah. But yeah. In down, in, down in South Florida, we got buildings that have like 40% occupancy rate. Really? The bank is now threatening the building owners for... It seems uh, like a money laundering scheme almost. I mean, most of it is foreign investment. It's Chinese and South American investment. Chinese? Yeah. <laughs> they bought the Port of Miami. Mm. The Port of Miami isn't even owned by Miami anymore. That's weird. Right? Because you imagine the Port of Baltimore being owned by the fucking Saudi Arabia Dog. or Saudi Arabian company? I mean, I can't, I can't imagine. I don't know what would change other than that, like, damn. It's a port. It means the money. Own. It's the. It means the money being generated by that port isn't staying in country. Ooh, okay. Which I means they're probably getting tax deals because they decided to hire another thousand employees to make four hundred million dollars off the port annually, and you're only going to see four million dollars of that four hundred million dollars. One percent stays domestically. Damn. So you know, think about that kind of shit. And I ain't saying that if um, foreign investment in the U.S. is a bad thing. The U.S. was built off of foreign investment, right? Yeah. The French bought us out to help us beat the English. The English helped us beat the French. The French and English helped us beat the Spanish. Spanish. And now we're trying to help Afghanistan and all these other countries without helping ourselves. But that's a but very I mean, long conversation. I, mean, I, mean, I, don't know, I don't know how much they're helping over anywhere else, but... Um, I mean, they sell us on that, right? Yeah, uh, that's what we're being told, yeah. yeah. And don't get me wrong, America is an imperialistic state. I come from Puerto Rico. We're not even granted presidential voting rights or congressional voting rights. Can you imagine, can you imagine there being in a uh, uh, <coughs> a Russian base here in, in, in this country? Oh, what? Dude, what? <laughs> or what? We have no foreign bases here, but we have American bases in other countries. Everywhere, everywhere, every other country. We, we got a base there. Why? Ask yourself, why are we in Africa? Are we really helping them, or are we just protecting our... Um, interests, yeah, and in our investments. Because I tell you right now, the Chinese own Africa. They've oh, been yeah, investing yeah, yeah. in Africa mm -hmm. more than any other country, mm -hmm. more than any other continent. Yeah. I'm sorry. To I was say. surprised when I learned about that too. 
Yeah, I was surprised. Cause I was like, Chinese in Africa? Okay. It's the most, and guess what they're doing? They're sending workers. So you know what, Nigeria? Yeah, we'll build you a new eight-lane highway, but you're only going to hire Chinese workers. And they're probably slaves, right? You know, they're probably Uyghur Muslims. Am I saying that right? I don't know. But like the concentration camp. I saw some 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 video online. They call them Uyghur. Uyghur. Uyghur? Is it yeah. Uyghur? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. Damn, I, I, here I, in America, that's it, wild it threw shit. me for a loop for a second too. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, like yeah. they're selling that, and so does North Korea. North Korea sells their their concentrated cam- uh, concentration camp um, holders as, as slaves. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit. Jerry explains to us how the UAE hires Filipino workers on our last uh, Filipino workers in our last podcast mm-hmm. about how he went to the United Arab um, Arab Emirates and this, all the staff there were Filipino. Mm-hmm. Filipino. We were on our ship. Yeah. Remember all the. Um, with all the like the the, yeah, the service all, all staff, the service staff. Yeah. all of them were from Southeast Asia, yeah. if not South America. Actually, it's, it's weird. And there's a there's a bit of I don't want to call it racism. I'm gonna say there's a bit of prejudices based on the hiring of those staff. Notice how the activities directors and everyone that was like a high ranking person was of Eastern Western European descent, American descent, mm-hmm. or English speaking descent. And then all the staff staff like the bellhops, South, yeah, the Southeast yep. Asia, yep. the Caribbean. Or if I'm not mistaken, our room attendant, he was Haitian, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, hold on. Wait hold a up. minute. Hold up. Hold, hold up. the fuck hold up. up. <laughs> your captain's Italian. Your captain's Polish. Your captain's Norwegian. Wait, does Poland have water access? Maybe. But what I'm saying is like the captain of the ship. I landlocked, but yeah. I'm almost. Yeah. yeah. But German has that water and even, access. Even like the occupants on the like on the islands that we would stay at. Like yeah, the they're people, all locals, yeah. right? They're all from, We went to Nassau and. All the workers are from the Bahamas, and I get that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They're the local, they're the, they're the local population. That's good, they but the thing is, all jobs. the revenue that they're generating is for this larger company. And where are they up the chain? They're right. at the bottom of yeah. it. Come on, just like we are. Just like you go to McDonald's. Yeah. Where does that person stand in the McDonald's mm-hmm. food corp? Like, yo, they're getting paid minimum wage, seven fifteen in Florida, to then they're generate to generate two and a half million dollars at your prime location, McDonald's. Right. And then you're in. And you gotta make those numbers. You gotta make, gotta those, make numbers. those numbers. Otherwise, <laughs> the franchisee owner is gonna fire the whole staff and mm-hmm. bring in no more people for seven fifteen. And there's and people. Is, <laughs> and what is that? People that go to f- on seven fifteen, they end up being on government assistance and chastised for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yo, there's over a reason bullshit, why over some bullshit that the the mega corporation. One said, thing I yeah. learned about my nonprofit work in South Florida was that the system is set up to make the people in poverty fail. I'm gonna have you on government assistance, giving you the equivalent of ten dollars an hour. To train you to make seven dollars an hour, so that when you're out, when you when you time out of our system, you go make seven dollars an hour for three six a year, however long it takes three to six months a year, however long you can last, to then end up back on government assistance just to pay you more to survive enough to go do that bullshit job for less. So, I I wholeheartedly agree on fiscal conservatism. There are some things I'm very conservative conservative about, but when it comes to that kind of shit, when it comes to healthcare and shit like that. A healthier workforce will generate more revenue and GDP for the country. The only reason you're allowing people to be sick is because the investments from the pharmaceutical companies into the politicians' careers. A sick person generates $3 million for a pharmaceutical company. I'm Mm -hmm. making that number up. Let's make it smaller. One sick person can generate a million dollars of revenue over their lifetime for a pharmaceutical company than one sick person being cured for, let's just say, $10,000. Let's say the cure to cancer is $10,000. I'd rather pay a loan on ten thousand dollars to be healthy and work mm-hmm. than to stay sick and pay fifty bucks a month over the next twenty years of my life. I mean, what the fuck is fifty bucks a month over ten years? I'm sorry, 
hundred thousand million. Could be more, yeah. way more. Could be a lot more. Yeah. But what I'm saying is the the, the it's a it's a it's the a system is set up to subscription based yeah. service for a living. Yeah, the system is set up. <laughs> yo, damn, the yeah, system right. is set yeah. up for that, right? Yeah. But then you know what they're going to do? Subscribe to live. You're going to pay that subscription to try to live with your pharmaceutical company? Life premium. But then, <laughs> damn. No, you don't get the generics. You, you get got the basic life. <laughs> yeah, the basic life. Yeah, man. Ain't no clout for you, bro. Wow, this guy, this guy, he's, 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 what's a, what's a generic, ter- what, what's shit. a generic drug right now? What's a, what's a generic? Tylenol. Tylenol. You, buy, uh, you don't buy Tylenol, you buy acetaminophen. Right. Tylenol is just a brand. Right. So imagine being on, uh, on the plus uh, <laughs> subscription and you get Tylenol. Instead of just basic Walgreens, acetaminophen. <laughs> But what? But they, that's Fucking some poor shit. guy. Ain't that some wild <laughs> shit? And the system, and then the system is also gonna sell you, yo, for five dollars a month, you can get all these supplements to get healthy. How am I gonna get healthy healthy with that when I'm paying? Man, 50 this is bucks a motherfucker. A I hate it here. <laughs> but I, I'm glad to live here as opposed to many oh, other yeah. places. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not gonna lie, a part of me feels like if I lived in the UK and I had to pay fifty five percent in taxes, I'm gonna be mad as fuck. Because if I get a cold, I gotta wait three weeks. By the time I go see the doctor, I'm gonna have a cold no more. So. That's true. Or you could be dead. Or I could be dead. Depending yeah, you, could, on how you, you don't have to worry kind of about it. By it is, yeah. You could be dead yeah. and never see a doctor. Oh, but yeah. then my family has to worry about all those bills later. Actually, not really, because in that system, my family's already paying those bills for me anyway off of 55%. Yeah, so you're, you're straight. Yeah, yeah you, you, I'm dead. you get buried real yeah, good. Shit, I'm dead. You know? <laughs> don't even bury me. Yo, would you guys like, you know, how would you see yourselves at the end of life? Would you guys like be buried, cremated? What would you do? Oh, whoa. Well, uh, you talk about dead. That's just random. It just threw me for a loop. I kind of want to get cremated. Same, yeah. but I have something extra. I what's s- your What's your extra here? What What is it? I want my ashes sent to space. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. I hadn't thought of that. I want my ashes. Because think about it. Where did we come? Where are all our atoms and our living organisms come from? Space. The only reason we have atoms to live is because of the Big Bang, supposedly, according to the theory. So here's the thing. So if so, send my shit back to where we started. Send so it to space. let's let's take the shit up. T- I'm hoping by the time I die, trips to space is a common thing. Let's take this shit up another notch, then, Sway. So how mad would you be if there is a god and there is a event that takes place like, where fuck. everybody comes back to life, <laughs> and then you come back to life and your ashes are out in space and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't <breathe>. Fuck. <laughs> Have you guys watched the old guard? No, I missed no. that one. The immortal super killers. Yeah, that yeah, that they kind of play on that. Where, so there's a don't an, spoil it. Cause I was uh, kinda, fuck. I like Charlize yeah. Theron, so I kind of <laughs> wanted to see that. You guys are trash at watching movies. I watch a lot of movies. You guys don't. I be doing other shit for street meat and for myself too, dog. Like I can't just be watching movies all the time. Cause like I'll play. <laughs> I have a video game I'm playing that's easy to watch things. And right now I'm watching The Boys and Lovecraft County. Yeah, no, yeah, those are our two right now. Yeah. Those are my two right now. I'm yeah. saving my leisure time for this trip coming up and Spider Man whenever that comes out. The video game, the video game on the PlayStation. Miles Morales on the PlayStation Five. Oh, yo, y'all going, y'all going? Did you pre-order? I couldn't pre-order the PlayStation Five. So how the fuck are you gonna so play it? Well, I'm gonna try and get one. Are they gonna make <laughs> it for the PS4 too? I'm pretty sure. They're, I'm pretty sure they're gonna reopen pre-orders. I'm pretty sure. They have to. You know what it is? Is uh, they said that the, they said that they would have COVID supply. is fucked up industry supply chains. But they said that they would the have broad. more. They said they would have more supply for the for this launch than the PS4 launch. So, okay, so okay, you're right. Then uh, yeah, yeah that, there's hope. Yeah, yeah, because the PS4 launch, you couldn't find that shit. Any, I'm glad I so waited. It was even two, worse for the PS3 launch. They're probably they're terrible. probably doing it in phases. They're, probably they're, yeah. They ha- that's the only way they can. Otherwise, there'll be. Scalpers and bots buying. So what you're saying is you are a Sony fanboy because your gaming system's a Sony too. Um, no, Sony has a lot of my money. I'll give. They got that. Damn, I didn't even think about it like that. But yeah, they (laughs) got my money. Do you listen Um, to their music? You watch their movies? 
Yeah. Yeah. You do. Yeah, we, they got all mean, your I, money. I, I, yeah, I, I watched yeah, most Far From Home and Homecoming. That's a Sony. That's a Sony studio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. collab with Marvel. Shout out to Sony. And if you're looking for stuff to Venom. buy, you no, should I've just actually bootlegged Venom. Oh, I should have said that, should I? I don't know. No, I, I used yeah, to bootleg. No, I, I, I used to bootleg a you lot bootleg of movies. Venom after paying for it like five times at the movie theater, right? Right, Pierre? Oh yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. I yep. just wanted to watch it one more time. Yep. You really love that movie. <laughs> I just had to watch it at home one time just to get the full feel of it. I didn't yeah. want to have to wait for digital Blu-ray. <laughs> it was COVID time. You have no. You, you couldn't go to the theater to, bu- to play it again, yeah. right? I just, you know, I had to. My means, you know, yeah. The, yeah. That's understandable. Means. That's yeah. understandable. You paid your dues, but yeah, man. So you guys are. A po- so I assume all of us at this table are PlayStation fans. Yeah, yeah. But damn, that trash. That, that, I mean, that Xbox. Don't call it a trash can. It <laughs> kind of looks like a trash bin. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It reminds me of when Apple tried to do the 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 Mac when it was a cylinder. Oh, the Mac that, Pro. The Mac Pro. The that's trash can. That weird Pro. ass fucking yeah, cylindrical that thing. Yeah. Bullshit. That trash can. Yo, Mac ever Pro. since Steve Jobs passed away, they have not been holding over. They are not. They are not inspired to re- to, to innovate again. I will say, and this is coming from a very it hurts me as a stockholder from like, an out, from an outspoken from an outspoken Apple hater. At one point, you looking to buy the Apple? I'm looking into buying into the Apple ecosystem now. I think they were. There's there was this weird transition period where things just weren't up to spec on quality issues. Things like their laptop keyboards and. Um, just the whole deal with Intel it's and stuff. It's much better now. <laughs> it's getting better. It's getting better. The new generation has their proprietary um Their proprietary processor. CPUs, yeah. which is basically, it's the same shit that they've been doing for their iPhones and their iPads where they make their own chips, their own graphics cards. Yeah. Everything is in-house, which basically means... They, they hired outside Sam- help. Sam- Samsung used to make their own their chips, right? Samsung used to make their screens. Oh, their screens. Yeah. Imagine that. And I think... yeah, Their, com- their main competitor. <laughs> yeah. They used to make their screens, but I think now... Are they really their competitor when they're selling you something? As far as all their tech uh, goes, yeah, that's true. As far as all their tech goes, like their, uh, like their, like their CPUs, all this just accounts for better optimization for their hardware, which makes, in theory, I don't think this is going to happen because it's Apple, but in theory, this makes production cheaper, and of course, also makes software v- more seamless. When you go that's vertically, why the new, that's why the new Mac OS looks basically like an iPad. This is why yeah, I always is, vouch basically. for vertical integration for companies. I mean, it's a bit selfish because you're not sharing your profits with other people, which you know that's the that's the. Uh, a centric version of business, but I think that as a business model, you should try to do everything in house as much as possible mm-hmm. because it retains the cost to a minimum. Yeah. Because if I can make a shirt literally from like harvesting the fabric, the cotton to make the fabric, then make the fabric into the thread to make the thread into the garment, and then to make the garment into the design and sell the design, it's gonna cost me less than to buy from Bella Canvas a t shirt, yeah, and then get that t shirt and ship it or like have that t- pay for the t shirt. To a third party to then grab and place my design on the shirt, mm-hmm. right? When which is what we did internally. I'm gonna be a little yeah. transparent yeah, with yeah, the yeah, listeners. Yeah, that's what we did. But we bought yeah. the shirts from the wholesale distributor. We made the shirts in house to sell them, and we made a slight increase in profit as opposed to just paying the printer the cost of the shirt plus their profit margin because they're caught buying the shirt at like three dollars or less. Let's say let's say they bought the shirt at a dollar per at their wholesale thing, sold it to us at. Three dollars, right. and then charged us an additional six dollars on top to design it. We were paying the two dollars for the wholesaler instead of the one dollar yeah. to design it in house, and that's how you should kind of look at it. Like if you're opening a business, mm. yo, try to integrate all that shit. Yeah, if you can grow your own chickens, I mean, raise your own chickens to give you eggs in your breakfast place, it's better than buying from the other farmer that's selling mm. you the eggs at their profit margin. Yeah, yeah you just got to learn how to raise chickens. 
That's it. <laughs> light work, dog. It's <laughs> slight, <laughs> slight shit, slight shit. It's not even just process. It's not even just profits too. You also control everything in yeah. your production line. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, like farm to table restaurants. They do yeah. that. They grow all their shit at ho- on a location, or they partner farm with somebody. One of the biggest. Top, but it's so delicious, man. I'm such a big fan of Farm to Table. One of the biggest. Um, one of the biggest. Uh, Apple Apple flops that I w- that I think is really interesting to me, just because I'm a nerd about this kind of stuff. Is there, you know, that 12 inch MacBook that came out not that long ago? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? 12. It, it was, was like tiny. a 12. It was, it was very it was almost. Very like small. It was like an Air almost. It, it was right before the Air. It was before the Air, but it was really small. It was really small. It had only one USB C port, and it had like it was the first time that it had one of these keyboards. And it was an ultra thin laptop, mm. but they were touting it to be a professional MacBook, basically. But they just didn't want to put the word pro on there. Yeah. Now, the reason that thing flopped is because basically Intel, who is the company who's been making their chips for forever, ha- forever. since begin- the beginning yeah. of the MacBook, uh, basically kind of dropped the ball because they were supposed to make a processor that was as powerful as the MacBook Pro, but could fit in a tiny body like that without overheating. Now, because Intel dropped the ball, basically that ruined Apple's brand, and that was basically the start of a lot of problems for Apple. That's why that was probably the start of them integrating their own production. That was the that was the line can't be relying on. That was the line in the sand because like now Intel ruined our image. We can't fucking do that again. So you got to. It's like like, it's like us doing business with someone that makes us look bad. Why would we repeat that? I'm just gonna shoot yourself in the foot. Nobody blames Intel. Granted, everybody should blame Apple. Yeah. But granted, the, the contract was Apple through Intel, and mm-hmm. they probably had like another three years of like production that they agreed to because right. at one point they were doing phenomenal work. And I still feel like with my current, because I know this model of MacBook that I have was the last one to include Intel. Mm-hmm. But I also trust Intel because I've made personal well, your keyboard no. is way different than mine. Yeah, because it's not that bullshit keyboard they had. It was okay, like well, touch. my keyboard is nice. Okay, first nah, of all, man, I'm I like gonna it. offend that soft touch. I like because I'm heavy with my it's typing. Unreliable. Yeah, I'm heavy with my typing. I all right, so you guys can need a whole bag of dicks. I like this. <laughs> I like this keyboard. Thank I like trying I to like, share one, and you want your I own, like, Luis. I like, I like how it feels. I like it. Whether or not it's reliable, I haven't seen it yet because you I don't, don't type, type a lot. lot. Yeah, you yeah. do mostly yeah. editing. Yeah, but yeah, man, I feel like vertical integration is good. But I think to kind of the wrap up the episode, uh, I, let's let's just remember that take into consideration your cost to your profit. Take into consideration all these the other value. companies are. That's for damn sure. Yeah, for sure. Why do you think they charge you what they do? Remember, you're not paying $1,000 for iPhone because it's $1,000 worth of equipment. That ain't their break-even point. No. Their break-even point was at 30 bucks. Most Every, likely. Everything extra is the cost some, of... Some little, probably a little more. Maybe more. But yeah. like per item, I think it costs them like $30 to produce an a Apple iPhone. Like Okay, better example, the Jordan shoe. You're essentially buying the software. Not like, only that. No, 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 no. You're paying for the marketing costs of that Apple product. You're paying for the marketing costs of that Jordan. Because if I'm not mistaken, the average cost of a Jordan in production is like $20. And these people are paying a hundred and something dollars. It's probably less, but I'm saying this, this, keep your sound numbers. The name, the name you're paying for the brand, which is why you have these ecosystems. Yo, Mac is keeping you in the same ecosystem because they made their brand synonymous it's from your watch to your phone to your computer to your tv and god i wish they would release a physical tv rather than that stupid little box they thought they had a hit making that box adaptable to all tvs and nobody want to add a fucking thing roku beat you and their thing's smaller than yours that's true that's true Roku I, beat I them because like they took the Apple Can you idea. A Samsung TV with Apple software in it. it makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no sense. But what I'm saying is, to your personal brand, if you're again, I use this as an easy example for me. If you're a food photographer, make your name synonymous with food photography. Like, yo, I went to this dude's page. I had to go to the restaurant because, yo, that fucking beef stew was like not. My, it looked like my grandmother's beef stew, and it tasted just mm-hmm. the same. Like, 
that also speaks to their quality of work. Right. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. so there's a there's, there's there is a bit sides, of there's, there's a lot of nuance to, to that, my yeah. statement, but like, if you're a food photographer, it's because you're taking good photography of food. Right. And good food. You're not taking you know that bullshit pupusa you got from the food truck that didn't even look like a pupusa yeah. to to highlight them. But what you did is you took a, such a good photo of that bullshit pupusa that now they're selling more pupusas. Right. And they're gonna tell the next food truck, yo, get that guy. Get that Yo, that, that motherfucker that motherfucker selling pupusas, even though they're not that good, but then pictures yeah, though. The pictures got me ordering online yeah. and all that. <laughs> yeah. So consider that if you're a portrait photographer or you want to do portrait photography, make that your niche. Like, don't just I don't ever want to say limit yourself because like I you said earlier, Jack of all trades is a master of none. And I always push back on that. Because it's like, yo, I'm just a real estate photographer. Mm-hmm. But now the real estate has crashed. Ain't nobody buying houses, ain't nobody hiring you to take pictures of their homes. What the fuck do you do then? You have to oh. pivot. Oh, I'm not saying. And just, oh no, no, just, I know, I know, you, I know, I know what your clarity is. But yeah. to that saying, yeah, I, not to you, but like to that saying, it's like, yo, I'd rather, I'd rather know how to do all that shit, right? But get paid for one thing because it's that put your all eggs and all your eggs in one mm-hmm. basket type mentality. If the real estate market crashes and all I do is real estate photography, yeah, then I need to be able to pivot to food photography or something. There's product no, photography, no, portraits. Company headshots. I need to be able to take pictures of a Bud Light can to Photoshop it to something else or mm-hmm. whatever. Or, you know, consider the creative ecosystem. Maybe you don't just know how to do photography. Maybe you know how to do cinematography or videography. Or maybe you know how to do editing. Because maybe you realize, damn, like me personally, I know my photography It's good, but it's not competing right. at the moment. But what is competing is my back-end promotional space. So for me, I'm... I might be closer to a master of digital media management, but I also know how to take photography. Because if right. we're doing a contract and you get sick, if for whatever reason, yeah, like I, we can we can trust each other to be yeah. like, yeah. hey man, I don't feel good. I need you to take these. I headshots. can't do this thing. Say less. I'm on the way yeah. to pick up the equipment. I'm going mm-hmm. to the client. Let's knock this out. Boom, and you handle that there, and the project gets done. Right. Um. And and you know I think that to that saying, it's like. It's just it's good to have it's, it's, it's good, good to have, to have a, a bunch of different skills, skills you know. Mm-hmm. Like and that and that's what that's something that yeah. I'm working on myself. It's like I'm I'm trying to land a a, a real estate thing, a, a, a real estate thing, home improvement thing, and I'm doing a a, a video shoot uh, later this this week where he wants to promote some Airbnb thing mm-hmm. where he's just it's just falls in a bit of a yeah, real estate, yeah, but it's like it's more of a headshot where he's just talking yeah. at the camera. Um, it's like a static shot. Uh, it's like testimonial footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. then on top of that, like, also still trying to do music videos too. Like, I'm just trying to, like, think you're of it doing like the j- I think whatever. Like, you play a video game, like all your stats, your stats mm-hmm. bars. Like, uh-huh. you have like a little bit here, a little bit there, but you're really good at this one thing, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah. you, but you still you can still do the Add one little, thing. Yeah. yeah, you have yeah. a you have a proficiency level at a certain point for one right. thing. So let's say your proficiency level for real estate photography is at thirty percent, or mm-hmm. like to the listener or to the creative, your real estate portfolio is 30 percent but your your music video or your creative mm-hmm. capture is at 80 percent right and then you have oh that's 110 percent. but whatever you got what i'm saying yeah. like you know we're not even yeah. of your workload but like let's say your 30 percent your skill set is at 30 percent for of uh, that of yeah, that yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah or and then you have the other 55 percent of the other thing and you have another 15 mm-hmm. percent of something else right which means at any point in time you could fall you could. back to that fifteen percent and increase. You could that. still do it, and then but you get better at it as you do it. So I'd say give one hundred and ten percent, which yeah. means you're doing good at what you do, and you're adding to your other shit. Yeah. Damn. 
Yo, this episode, we actually stayed yeah. on topic. Yeah, we actually, we talked to I'm like motivated stuff. as fuck right now. Yeah. I got a little vulnerable <laughs> at the beginning telling you how like I'm fucking stagnant <laughs> on my creativity. And here I'm ready to take creative photos of cables and shit, you know? The bullshit, just follow the cables. Yeah, just follow the cables. <laughs> uh, but you guys, anything to wrap up right now? Uh... I'm going to Iowa next month, so we'll see how that going goes. To Iowa? Before yeah. you even go to Iowa, where are we going? Oh, we're going to Shenandoah? Uh, no, we're going to uh, the border of West Virginia and Virginia, going to Point Bank. So if or you're in Point Bank and you hear this, <laughs> hit us up. And you want to you want to show us the town? Let us know, man. And you're COVID compliant and you're not an anti-masker. <laughs> Dan, uh, you asking for a lot of yeah. that last point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, I'm Do just you know saying. where we're going? <laughs> that should be the bare minimum right now. <laughs> just, just but yeah, we are. To, we, the next episode you listen to will be us during our work retreat. That, that one's going to be interesting. That's going to be a fun episode. We're going to be in a very. I think so we're, we're doing this a, very clear cut, very clear minded <laughs> podcast that has a lot of structure. It's the first, it's the and first a lot of valuable ever. gems oh, for yes, you guys. Yes, 100%. But it's going to be better one, than this episode. We're back to the shenanigans. <laughs> Woo! Uh, but yeah, man, uh, I, th- I think that. Thank you all for listening. You know, almost two hours in. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah this is a good one. But yeah, we'll enjoy the next episode. We'll definitely enjoy it. And we'll have a. Coming in the next few months, Street Meet's going to have a lot of. Of an, yeah. I don't want to say a lot of announcements, but a lot of things to offer to the community that are not just meat based. Oh yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be wait. vegan, <laughs> <laughs> vegetarian, pescatarian. No. Yeah, the next few months are going to be fun. We're we're, we're we're we got we we've been talking about we got a lot of things planned and they are and next, still happening. And, and next, the work retreat is it's us setting the groundwork to then execute. So when y'all ask us when y'all open, oh we're under construction. Don't yeah. worry, we're about yeah. to open up soon. Yeah. We so. love you guys. We miss you guys. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Anything else, Luis? No. Pierre? Just, just. Yeah, no. We just uh, we miss you. And uh, yeah. I hope you guys listened this far, and I hope you guys learned something today. Because we so. actually talked some real and shit. And shout today. out to all the f- past guests. Yeah. Like, I really think so that we, the reason why yeah, we're, we're going to... Yeah, we're going to try to have more guests on, too. And I think the... Re- yeah, the and, if you know, ones too. and if you know somebody, send it on our way. We want to we get a painter. We got we want to get all different kinds of artists, not send just photographers. Your, send us your accountants, your lawyers. All of them. <laughs> your parole officers. willing to give us knowledge <laughs> and share knowledge. <laughs> I mean, parole... I kind of I mean, want to know what it's like to have to manage yeah, another guess. human being. Because essentially, you're managing their lifestyle. Yeah. You're making sure they're not doing <laughs> shenanigans. All right, on that note, <laughs> y'all never been, wait, y'all never been on probation? <laughs> on the next episode, we talk it's about like, Swiss like probation. With a lot of steps, but all right. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. See ya. See ya.